Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. And yes, we are. Sun shining through the windows. It's getting up to a veritable heat wave of 50 to 55 degrees from 39 in the southern eastern hemisphere of the U.S. of A. Incorporated. So we are here for the health and wellness of the golden age. And we wish everyone to know that weather is being manipulated very nicely right now so that we can have spring. We had winter last Friday. We have spring this Friday. So hang on to your hat. We could have fall in another day. Don't miss it. It's our weather challenge of the universe here in this state of United. But, uh, yeah, this is the health and wellness of the golden age and we are on recording now and it is friday the 29th we are almost finished with this month everybody sunday is the 31st can you believe we've gone through one whole month and we've had everything possible that could happen as far as excitement and uh murder and criminal actions and Oh, oh, that's all from our corporation. Oh, I guess excitement, I indictment. We should come up with yeah. words that rhyme with what's going on. <laughs> yeah, there's all sorts of good stuff that the corporation is trying to puncture through all of our our, our abilities to be free. So it's it's an, a humorous time for all of us, and uh, not that we should not still keep preparing because we don't know. We've got to be prepared for what might be very instant action if the uh, powers that be start doing it. They don't come to the south, if you notice, because they're all armed here. And I was kidding that to uh, someone in school as uh, Obama being a great salesman. He's the number one salesman in the world for selling guns. For ammunition. <laughs> Every time he does a false flag, more guns are sold. <laughs> and he's trying to stop it. More people go out and buy guns, which is exactly what we want everybody to do. It's a great analogy. So, uh, But more stuff is, is occurring. And uh, we were talking, what were we talking about before I switched this over? There's so much going on. There's so much in health. Um, There's something uh, about Neva. Oh, Neva sent out a uh, video. And which one? She has so many wonderful videos. She said, oh, I know what it was. Um, It was a video on the uh, actually going into um, the real. Oh, I, I know what it was. It was a LaRouche thing where LaRouche actually talked about uh, Prescott Bush and his association with the Germans and everything during the Second World War. 
He does not come out and say his real name is Shrif. He doesn't use that because he probably feels it's not publicizable. But it really is the fact that Prescott Bush was always affiliated with the Germans because he's German. And, um, but he was bringing out how um, criminal the Bushes were in that whole ilk. So he's publicizing a lot more of it. But there was also uh, him going on about Obamacare and that he was saying that Obamacare is a genocidal action by Obama. And I, I said that, and it's not for me to pat me on the back. It's that it's so good to hear from other people because I had read how the Germans had specifically annihilated and genocide seniors, those that were infirmed, those that were mentally ill, those that were special needs. All of these people were wiped out of Germany as their committee, which were not doctors, uh, had uh, decided they should go. And this is And they didn't burn them up. They let them starve to death. And the torture they went through was a lot worse than being gassed. I'd have rather been gassed than go through what they really actually did to those people over there. Well, they actually yeah. did genocide them. I mean, they gave them shots to put them out of their misery. Well, yeah, a lot of them. But a lot of them, they worked them to death. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the working of the death was in the concentration camps. Two different things. Okay. Two different things, Patty, because, yes, the concentration camps were work camps. Oh, so I'm just going to they- get the shot. I'm too infirm to even work for them. So they're just going to come and give me the shot. All right. <laughs> well, well, see, you're, these are two different apple carts. Okay. One of the apple carts was they they took the ambulatory, the people that could walk, were healthy, had children, and, and even uh, many of the seniors there were very capable of working. And they put them on trains and shipped them off to the concentration camps where they did work them to death. And with the, uh, the other side of it that I was saying that's similar to Obamacare is the one where the, um, they, they had been ill and for a long time and they were just getting rid of them. That's really what it was. It was just getting rid of these people because they wanted a perfect society. What surprised me was the fact that they also got rid of non-Germans. Healthy ones? What? Healthy ones? No, they were all sick. I mean, you can get sick in any country, but it's the fact that they were non-Germans and they still annihilated them. You see what I'm saying? Well, it's illegal yeah. to do both. So if they're doing one, it doesn't surprise me that they were doing the other. But that is, does that make it more of a war crime than just killing your own people? Well, the thing is that they were, this is what he also brought out, which I thought was very interesting because you don't hear of this side. He brought out the fact that at the war crimes for the medical staff, the medical staff was destroyed 
desensitized. Listen to this. Basically, what he's saying was desensitized to the fact of killing, of doing the genocide on the people. And um, they did it over little increments. And what are they doing here? Little increments. They've been doing little increments for 40, 50 years. And we've all been just kind of walking along with them and say, oh, give me some more of that. Please let me ask permission to be raped, pillaged, and plundered. And so this is what uh, he was bringing out, which I thought that's a very interesting revelation for all of us to see. The other side of it is the um, the whole issue of uh, the doctors changing their MO to fit into this agreed-upon type of action. So it's... Uh, and look at our AMA. What do I call it? The American Murderers Association. They murder people. You know what? What? Two days ago, at about 5.30 in the morning, this doctor, and his wife's a surgeon too. I, I don't know whether they both work for the VA or not, but he's a good guy, supposedly. Anyway, at 5.30 in the morning, he took it off from the YMCA jogging, and the police have been through the, the thing to see if it needed any de-ice or put down because people are down there and stuff. And didn't see anything an hour earlier. And they found it. And he disappeared and they found his body in the river. And it doesn't... Of course, they won't say much of anything. But I don't know whether he was homicided or he slipped or he committed suicide or what. Another... Another unraveling tale in the wonderful land of Oz, where Ozzy Nevedvich is our leader, our sheriff, and our faithful friend. The thing, thing (laughs) too, is running on ice, you cannot save yourself once you go. Um, I was, I don't know if I was, uh, if we've been on since then, but, oh, no, Monday we returned to school. And I went down to the bus depot, um, the bus stop that I would go to to get a bus at about 20 to 8. And I thought, well, maybe I went too slow and I missed the bus. So I walked up to the uh, convenience store there and asked permission to, to stand there until the bus comes. And he says, well, I'm running a business. You can't do it. You know, and I said, I, I apologize. I won't be very long. The bus will come along shortly, in a few minutes. Yeah. And uh, I waited, and I went outside, and this other lady came along, and she and I waited, and then she had the presence, and, and we had a wonderful chat, but she had the presence of mind to call the number that's on the stop sign that I didn't know was a telephone number. And uh, <laughs> she... Uh, I mean, what do I know? I, I just ride it. She called the bus. The bus service wasn't even starting until 10. I had called my daughter-in-law to see if maybe the school was closed. See, I don't think closing school. We never close school before, because of snow. So it, it, to me, it's just ludicrous. But uh, they, they did not close my, college, my uh, community college. They closed some of the others. So, so, then, they, home. so then they the, the the regular 
city buses don't run if there's no school? Well, the bus, this bus's chief purpose is to go to the to the school. Oh, it's a school That's bus, but they didn't come and get the college kids because they're a bunch of ninnies. There's no bus service. Uh, there's no way to get there otherwise. And so oh. they have to do it. But what happened was I walked, finally walked home. I'd already been standing for two hours. And I came back to the park. I have to go through a park. And I said, I think I'll go down this slope and the snow will crack under my weight. It was a sheet of ice. And here I am with my walking stick and my little school bag. And my my left leg's going east, my right leg's going west. And at my center of gravity, I put down on the, on the slope. <laughs> because I didn't want to fall. It hurts too much. And so I'm I'm down on the slope, and there's a... Uh, well, you, did one you of the just sit down or what? I, I sat down. Okay. And, okay. and then I, I just started... Been. Yeah, that was my center of gravity. And so I started sliding down the hill, and I called over to the gentleman. It was the park, uh, one of the park employees, and I said, would you help me? And he said, did you fall? I said, no, I sat down because I couldn't get down the hill. So I'm, I'm scooting down the hill to get to him, and then I pulled myself up on these uh, cables from one of the poles, and, and he had to help me off, still off the slope because it was so slippery. But he helped me off, and then he helped me down to the bridge. And I got home. I was exhausted. And I got home, and I emailed my teachers say, I can't even get a bus, uh, and my moped won't start. And so um, I got winded and then went back out again. And went, oh, started over, and I got about a quarter of the way there, and I go, I don't want to face that hill. And I saw a guy on a motorcycle go by, and I saw a guy on a moped go by. And I'm going, if they're on, I'm on. So I went back and tried to get the moped started, and it wouldn't start. It was deader than it. It wasn't deader than a doornail. It kept going, but I was wearing out the starter. So I put it on the battery and just went in the house and did my stuff. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I, I was so I'm at school Monday, and uh, and as it turned out, the morning class he did have the my next period class. There were only like two, three people, and he just canceled it because most oh. of them couldn't make it in. So you get an excused absence when it's weather, but I never miss school. I really enjoy it, so it's fun. And I have my mentor uh, because I'm going to be uh, nanocoding my coils. Oh, my new, I got, Sunday, I got an actual electronic one that plugs in the wall drill. Electric. And I got so many, yeah, an electric one. And I uh, <laughs> plugged it in and I made so many more coils that I'm getting to my coils. And so I called up my mentor on uh, my um, ham radio mentor and asked him if he would show me how to do the, uh, pardon me, I have to do propane. I have to nanocoat them with a propane heater. And it, it's always scared me because my, my husband always did it and I just never did it. I, just, I don't like dealing with that kind of fire. 
but I'm able to do my fire in the fireplace, so I guess I can learn this. You know how you get over your barriers. And I know. it awesome. scares me too. I would do it outside. Well, I'm I'm going to be doing it in the basement, but the basement is cinder block, and I'm going to be doing it very slowly. Well, and it's not going to blow up because you're not going to be losing any. Don't have any solvents around anywhere, okay? <laughs> now that's a good point. I don't I don't keep right. solvents, but uh, I do have a, the cast caustic uh, powder. But I have that up on a thing, so I'm I'm going to set up a little area where I'm going to cool. do it. Cool. Yeah, and oh, you'd be so proud of me. I use my drill. You know, I oh. Class called hand tools, and, and I learned how to drill and how to drill through metal and all sorts of things. And so I said, well, this is a metal rod. I can drill through the metal rod, and I checked that the bits would go through the metal rod. And I I started a little teeny hole, and I got a little bit deeper and a little bit deeper, and I got it all the way through. It was really wonderful, and it worked like a charm. And I even used a drill bit to go through the wood to make put my hole on the other side it's to, so the copper feeds correctly. It, it's involved how I got it. But it was um, – so I got my my coil made, and I'm trying to take the coil off. I go, how do you get this darn coil off? I'd forgotten I'd thread the copper wire through the hole in the metal rod and then started the coiling. <laughs> so it was I was the one who had made it difficult. So. Okay, it's, let me tell you a secret. Why? You can buy this long-looking attachment thing at the hardware store and put it in your drill, and you can use your drill to mash potatoes. Ah, that's right. <laughs> well, there there was someone that used their drill. You know how I want to make the um, the um, logs with paper and leaves and water and sawdust. Yeah. yeah. He used his drill with a large beater like that. Okay. It was a long beater. Yeah. So that was so cool. Thanks for reminding me about that. <laughs> <laughs> I did this when I was 22 years old because I had a broken arm and I could not figure out how to mash potatoes. I had no mixer. And my my husband's drill was sitting there and I went, I'll just, I'll just put a spoon in the end of his drill. Potatoes went flying everywhere. It was pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what he said when he got home? He says, you're like me being married to five different women. I never know what to expect when I get home. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the variety of it all. That's yeah. the wonderful variety of it all. <laughs> so. um, you know, you got to have fun on this stuff. It's just too Yeah. Yep, I got pretty upset about the Bundy Ranch stuff for a day or so because of the way it was coming out. But I remember, I, you know, it's just about as close away as Ruby Ridge was. This is the second time I've been through this. I went through Ruby Ridge. How many years ago was that? You know, I think they said it was ten or because uh, Waco Waco was next. And I sent out a special video, I think, on that Waco. 
I saw a special video on Waco. And, you know, the man I was living with was the arson investigator fire chief. And he was pretty smart on a lot of things. And he kept showing me this part in this tape. And he kept stopping it and backing it up and going forward. Stopping it and backing it up and going forward. And he kept going, what do you see there? What do you see there? What do you see there? And finally I said, I see that one silly guy going up the ladder, kind of acting funny, but going up anyway. And he said, that's right. And that was filmed by an FBA agent, Patty. The guy that is faltering on the ladder just shot himself in the foot. I said, what? And he said, and then they went in, and they were killed in there, too. They were they were supposed to die there. That had something to do with, I don't know what, but it was all a farce. They, ta- they did park tanks on top of the women and children so nobody could get out. They did shoot fire and stuff in there. I saw it. You know, I saw that false flag. Patty. Yeah. No, then it showed the. Uh, I saw the original incident, and uh, the uh, it showed that team go up those ladders, mm-hmm. enter the building, and four of them went in, and the fifth one was outside. Yeah. He got shot and outside. The original one, he threw a grenade into that room right after. Oh, the that's the guy in. that. Yeah. Okay, he killed him. The guy that stayed outside. Yeah, yeah. those four, yeah, those four agents were uh, had the bad luck to be Bill Clinton's bodyguards during the election in ninety two. So they murdered him. Yeah, they do too much. Yeah. Interesting. So they had to eliminate them. That's interesting. Mhm. Wow. You see, I can believe that because, uh, you know, now that you bring up what you said, that fella did throw something into that room. Yep, through a fragmentation. And then, mm-hmm. and then uh, he uh, got shot from outside and nope. went to nope. But he had body armor on. Those people that were in the room, those men that were in the room, as soon as they saw the grenade come in, they fired through the wall, and a couple of them hit him. Nope. Did he die uh, too? Yeah, they shot back through the wall at him. And it killed him? He climbed okay. down the ladder. He climbed down yeah. the ladder. Yeah. He was wounded. Oh. God. That's yeah. been so long ago, I can't remember. <laughs> God. That was a and, test project to see how much the American people would let them get away with. That is what I it think. was. Reno. Janet Reno was in charge of that, I believe, wasn't she? Did you yep. see how much she, yes, did you see how much she was shaking? I think she had Parkinson's. Mm-hmm. Because she, her, both her arms shook. She kept them under the table. On her knees. I haven't seen whatever you guys are talking about. I sent it out. I'll, I'll resend it if you need okay. it. Okay. Well, I don't. Quite interesting. Is it a testimony? 
an airing or no, something? No, it's a documentary. It's a documentary done by gentlemen as a follow-up to what was, was done because, I'll you know. I'll it out. I'll find it. I just didn't run across it yet. Yeah, I put it in. Uh, I don't know what it was. I, I may have put Waco in the title. I try not to, too much identity because there were two videos I put in there uh, of giving opposition of what, what they're saying and what's being done because of so much of what's going on. Why didn't they let them go to the meeting they were going to and then arrest them all there at the meeting? Why did they set up roadblocks and have people in trees? I mean, it was all planned out. Why it was an they ambush. do it that way? Eddie. It was an ambush, and it was also to uh, to not have anything videotaped. Go ahead, Colin. Okay. Uh, he was going to see the sheriff of that other county. Why didn't the sheriff of that other county come to see him? Uh, because uh, he was told by the... Uh, the sheriff and Burns not to cross the county line. Oh, jeez. These people are just all stupid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. That guy adopted 11 kids, didn't he? The guy that they shot. He, he had 11 kids. He had something like 50 grandchildren or something like that. Now they're going to make him a hero. And uh, the, one of the gals that was supposedly a eyewitness news said that he had he had said, "If you're going to shoot me, shoot me," and they did. So it's um, it's an interesting foible, and and what is coming out is so much about. Uh, Maybe the manipulation of these people. Maybe the uh, it was all a collusion. Anyhow, we don't know. Well, you panic, and he took off, and he ran, and then he hit a snowbank. I ran from the cops once. I remember it. You know, <laughs> and there's like five cars behind me, and I'm out on a dirt road, and I'm running, you know, and I'm thinking. I mean, I'm driving, and I'm thinking, well, this is really stupid. This is going to get me in a whole lot more trouble than if I just pull over. So I pulled over <laughs> and let him take me to jail. <laughs> well, in your day, too, you at least went alive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They weren't going to... Well, I got roughed up pretty good by one. In fact, the jury in that trial that we finally went through had to keep sending notes out to the judge asking if they had to find me guilty. They didn't want to find me guilty. And, and you know, and they got finally got a lesser charge. And the cop that I was going up against, six months later, got convicted for killing his own wife, for hiring somebody to kill his own wife. And he didn't like me because my name was Patty. And that was his wife's name. That's part of it. And I called him a spick. <laughs> when he was arresting me once, he had me cuffed with my hands behind my back. And I, call, I, I said, you're nothing but a low-life spick. <laughs> and 
Well, he was Italian. So I said the wrong thing. And he had this brand new blonde guy with him that was must have been his first woman's arrest. Oh, it was. Because this blonde guy, all of a sudden, his face got bright red. I mean, he was so embarrassed and, and stuff. I remember the scene of, of the arrest. And I really hadn't done anything. This is what's so funny about it. I'll go into that later sometime. But but anyway, I, I, I said that to him, and he says, I ought to chap slap, slap you. And I said, with or without the cuffs. Because I had my hands cuffed behind my back. And I thought he really was going to start slapping me. You know? <laughs> well, they've done that. They have done that since Well, then. you know, Patty should have been born with duct tape. I should have been born not able to speak. <laughs> is what the I never could keep my big mouth shut. Yeah, that was my problem too. So when that's I why I won't go to the courthouse. That that's why I won't get into the middle of all these fights, because they already have me as a criminal. I'm already a criminal, and PayPal let me go last week, you know. But I had to threaten them and tell them I wasn't a terrorist. And then in the end of it, I said, "And if you don't change this, I will become a terrorist, and I will change your name to Palpay." And the guy just started laughing. <laughs> he said, oh, Palpe, I kind of like that. <laughs> so anyway. I won't say tell at all. So. Well. But, uh, but there's, uh, there, a lot of this is very repetitious. Mm-hmm. And all the dis, um, what is it, um, the put-downs of what's going on and who's who, and if the Bundys are... The, the guy in Colorado is saying, it's a PSYOP, it's a PSYOP. Well, how do you know it's a PSYOP? Oh, and, and he said, I've, been, I've seen PSYOPs all over it, but he doesn't give his credentials, and he says those guys don't give their credentials. He doesn't, you know... I'm, I'm seeing propaganda. Uh-huh. They're using the Internet for propaganda where it used to only be on the news. And I think that's what's happening. They've so infiltrated these uh, different groups that they're using the different groups to actually create more havoc than we're willing to have. Because the people know they want us to go to war with the government. If we peacefully, and they were peaceful, they did not fire the shot. The same with Waco. They did not fire a shot. The, uh, uh, what is it, firearms, tobacco, and stuff, they came in shooting. And all those videos are gone for some reason. You know, I, I watched a video last night of supposedly one of the tapes that, well, it is a tape in the Senate hearings of that man right before he died. Uh, I wrote down his name, but I don't have it in front of me. But in the tape, he said that he was sent to investigate the crash at Roswell and reported back to Eisenhower. And he said when he reported back to Eisenhower, Nixon 
and um, who, J. Edgar Hoover were both, all, all three of them were in the room when he reported uh, that it was an actual alien crash. So there goes Hoover inventing the FBI. You know, you start putting it all together, more pieces are falling into place. Well, but how they could cover it up for all these years. Because the people are stupid, stupid. <laughs> That's really, really what their their premise is. That really is how they say it. Too many toys, too many football games, all this crap. Yes. Yeah. Every, yeah most yeah. of everything I've learned, I learned earlier because I was on the overseas network. You know. Yes, you're smart. Yeah. Because everybody over here was still a lamb, and I was becoming a goat. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, it's uh, it, it, we, and 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 it's exactly the same thing that happened in Germany. In Germany, do you think the people around Auschwitz and uh, Buchenwald and all those other uh, concentration camps? didn't see those massive numbers of people behind barbed wire fence. Yeah, they, they did. They probably weren't quiet behind the barbed wire fence either. No, because just the murmur of low voices still carries. And uh, when I went to, I think it was, um, oh, I forget one, it's right outside of Munich that you go, it's an excursion trip. And you go to the prison camp and you really see how they lived in the small spaces. And the gas chamber that they showed us was a small closet for them to hang their um, they, their prison, those horrible garments that they had because they had lice. They were full of lice. You don't bathe, you get lice. And so um, that was what I was the gas chamber. So I have a lot of, nah, I don't believe some of that shit, but um, the the thing, the houses were right up to the prison, or right up to the camp. And maybe they got built since the war, I don't know. But the people around there knew something horrible was going on and never did a thing. Never protested because... They had made the example, you protest, you go to the concentration camp. Because your first people in the concentration camps were the professors who said this is wrong, the uh, ministers who said this was wrong. They were Catholic, Protestant, all the different kinds of sects that, uh, church sects that were in uh, Germany at the time. Most of those leaders got thrown in jail, got thrown in uh, concentration camps way before the Jews ever did. And they don't say anything about that. Nope. So uh, it, it, it's an interesting phenomenon we're going through because of the right hand and the left hand arguing with each other. That's and what what's coming up out of the ground? What they're finding yeah. out in the pyramids and this kind of stuff. I mean, it's, yeah. it's yeah. all right in front because of our face. 
Well, that's exactly the other thing that they're bringing up on the, someone was saying on, we had an NLA uh, conference call with some of us that want to talk about other topics. And I think, um, and I'll send the, the uh, email out. She brought up different things about what was going on with uh, Hillary and the fact that the FBI agents, there's so many FBI agents that want to take Hillary down because of her horribleness as Secretary of State and, uh, and what she did to this country by selling the uranium to uh, Russia. And supposedly that was a big, bad no-no and all this other stuff. However, Hillary's not using it against us yet. And what's going on with that? And uh, because the, the next war is totally going to be, uh, yeah, hopefully we never get there, but it's the... the We're already the there. <laughs> well, they want to really have us into it. So we're not at this point, but it is on the brink. You're absolutely right. It is on the brink. So, um, well, they killed her poor, the poor guys that were with her on her way to somewhere last week. Remember? Who's that? Hillary Clinton. Her poor, her poor advisors. Her four advisors were in another car, and they were going somewhere, probably to testify. I have no idea. And a car veered across the road and hit the four advisors, and they all burned up in their car. Now, that, I, I don't... I, I think they were that probably, one? I think they were probably murdered, because that's an M.O. of the yeah. Clintons. Yeah. So that happened this week or last week. I don't know when. I remember. I remember that now. Yeah, you're right. I remember so, that. It's no longer Hillary. It's Hitlery. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Everybody's excited about her going to prison. I mean, it's uh, what a nicer person to get into prison. What she's done is beyond prison. Okay. She'll oh, get the she death. Be She'll get the death penalty. Yeah, because she, well, both of them should. Let them be the first president and um, secretary of state that were both hung for treason. Because that's exactly what they, they've done to this country. And then Obama's right behind them. Line them up. Oh, did I say that? Woo, Shame on you. I know. Oh, Colin, you have to wash my mouth out again. My mother's ghost will find you. <laughs> I keep dodging her. She's getting faster, though. <laughs> yeah. That liquid soap she has is nasty. Oh, God. <laughs> well, we didn't have liquid soap, but she could squirt it. <laughs> yeah. It's um, it's definitely um, pull down time on a lot of this, and it's 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 getting notified. It is happening, and we just have to be patient. I'm not. So. <laughs> I think that comes with the seasoning, 
the, you're more seasoned. And the more seasoned we are, the less patient we are. Because we haven't got much time left. These 20-year-olds can fiddle, 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 how do you say it without saying a dirty word, fiddle around all they want. But we haven't got that much time. And we know what happened the last time when they were going to, we were going to do this in the 60s. But we, or, well, we were, they were trying to make contact with us when they got shot down in the 40s going, hey, don't use nuclear power. You're going to be really sorry. <laughs> Whoops. Well, that was another thing that Veronica brought up and sent it to me was the uh, follow-up on the Indian uh, uh, uprising they had five years ago. And the factions joined together to oust whoever the dictator was at the time. And they've gone through, in what was it? They said something like 14 months they had four separate elections. They kept getting rid of the next guy that came in. And uh, today, on the fifth anniversary, nobody's doing anything. Now, who is this? This is in India. It was called... Oh, India uh, Indians. Okay. Yeah, India Indians. And uh, they... uh, The protests have been so... The protesters have been so put down, their prisons are full of them. They have annihilated the protesters so they wouldn't protest. Interesting, huh? Wow. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the thing that um, what is occurring around this world that they want to really encapsulate everybody so you never protest. Never, never, never. And uh, people are... Um, People have to get acknowledged by it, and that's why this this discussion is important because we need to observe who is the person or persons that are coming out to um, to actually put down the people that went there to um, to Oregon, and now all of a sudden that's a psyop. I I don't get it. I'm having a real problem with that. Just wait. Just you wait. They're not going to let this settle down. Something big is going to happen this weekend, I'll bet you anything, because they don't want to do the RB. And all the other countries are ready to go. Everything's ready to go. And Obama just doesn't want to let us have what we've got coming or something. I don't know. I don't know who's holding all this stuff up. But well, you know, we all listen to Drake, and he's saying be prepared. But and he's saying go around to all the country, uh, the uh, all the states, militias, pull your militias out and be active. They and, gave him a stand down, I thought. But well. Uh, th- he, he said, uh, at least the way I heard it. Oh, Bundy was a stand down, but the militias need to get off their dead asses and start forming. Yes, you're right. You're and right. in their locale, 
in Arnold County. So that there is, yeah, so that there is uh, that the numbers. But see, what that does is exposes the militia. And at this point, they really don't know who is in the militia. So, I mean, it's a catch-22 as far as I'm concerned. Well, one of our representatives here from Spokane that they've been given a bad time did go to Oregon, but he came right back. Well, Gerard from uh, NLA went, and uh, he wasn't back on Monday. He was he was still flying in, so uh, he got back, and we'll hear more about it. Oh, there's somebody missing, too. Blake? Cousins, is that his name? I don't know. I don't know. This guy that goes to everything, he was on his way there, and he's all of a sudden disappeared. This is just getting so good. <laughs> you know, and you got to just, you just got to laugh at it and stay out of the fear. I'm finally free from fear. Yep. Yeah. Because that... Well, that, that's what I'm noted with the um, Waco thing. With the Waco thing, no one's ever bought out and, and had a compound or uh, lived uh, differently than everybody else. And Veronica said a very nice thing. She said, they probably still are, but they, don't, they do not advertise. And they don't make, uh, have themselves stand out. See, the Amish and the, um, that other... Uh, that Hooterized. Kind of the what? Mennonites. Amish, Hooterites. We have so they, Hooterites they up have, here. Well, they, they have been always there in the sense they've been there for 100 years or more. So they are new and odd. It's new and odd. That's why the Davidians were um, were set up so much to be different. They were Seventh-day Adventists, and they just did it their own way. That's all that was. They weren't taking down the government. They weren't against the government. They were just doing their own thing with their own religion, as they saw it. And yet we wiped, we murdered them. We murdered almost a hundred people. That's because Janet Reno is more lizard than human. Okay. Who is? <laughs> Who is? Janet Reno. She had a lot to do with that Waco stuff. Oh yeah. Well, they thought that she got um, cloned, but I looked at her body. Her body was going into Parkinson's. She was she was very much going into Parkinson's. That still that doesn't mean there aren't four or five clones of her in a lab somewhere. That might have been oh. the real one of her. <laughs> I don't know. But, well, they they got rid of her. They got rid of Janet. Didn't she? Uh, because this was in the nineties, and then she did the. Um, that whole thing in Florida, Janet Reno was that, and then she disappeared. I think she died or something like that. But she looked like she had Parkinson's. I, a neighbor of ours had Parkinson's. And you cannot control your arms. And even um, 
Danny Thomas had Parkinson's and he carried a weight bag to uh, keep it from sh- his arm from shaking so oh. much. But he was at least mobile. Some of them aren't. She was always sitting. I never saw her stand in any of the Waco stuff. So it's a, it's an interesting uh, phenomenon. Karma. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. But, uh, oh, did anybody get on the cash um, program on uh, the 26th? No, because you didn't put what time. But it's in it there. I can go ahead. It was done. It was done. <laughs> it didn't matter. It, it was oh. a lot. Okay. Okay, so I went into it, but it wasn't up yet. So I can go into it now. I see that it's probably done now. Oh, it is done now. And it was probably about six hours. I listened to three. And uh, I think by the time I got on, because when it's, when it's live stream like that, it means they're they're in Italy, and now he announced that he's moving his whole um, setup to another country, and I could not understand what country he was doing it in. So, uh, if any of you can uh, understand what he said, it'd be great because um, why is he moving? Out. What? Why is he moving? The atmosphere, the stratosphere, and the whole environment of where he's moving is peaceful. Uh, the energy is positive. The uh, the people, they don't have earthquakes there. They don't have hurricanes. They don't have uh, monsoons. And uh, and I, I couldn't get the, what the name of the place was. So I'm uh, curious as to what it was because... Uh, so much of what's going on is about people really finding out what can we do. So they, um, so he did that, and um, he's uh, actually uh, broadcasting from that area now. So. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah. So, and, and he bought out. It was a very interesting one of the health items that he. But it, this was a a health announcement. I didn't catch that. It was health announcement. And what the health announcement was, was about a fellow in Los Angeles. He's down in Long Beach. And he had created, he were making coils. And that's why I needed a really good electric uh, motor mm-hmm. and uh, that would run. And he made a coil, wrapped it around a crystal and he put some other types of crystals in this uh, tube and then um, he had nanocoded. Nanocoding in cash uh, information is actually um, heating it so that you're it's putting an insulation but the insulation is not plastic. It really is a heat sink type of coating around the copper to make the copper um, actually hold the plasma energy. And it, cre- it makes the n- neutrons and the electrons bounce around a lot more, 
And then when you nanocoat it, they bounce some more, and then they are outside, and then they get to become free uh, plasma. And that free plasma is what is going to go around your house. And so it raises the vibration. Well, That's what it's doing. It's As what? you were describing that, it's raising the vibration, and then it'll raise the vibration around your house. And eventually around the neighborhoods and stuff. That's exactly right. You've got the concept. And he calls it plasma, but it is uh, vibrational energy and it is a way for all of us to bring peace to our uh, our community. Mm-hmm. But you do it house by house by house and it's going to be so exciting to do it. And that's why finally this fellow John supposed to come over today. Keep your fingers crossed he shows up. He has failed three times before. So I, I always hope burns eternal is the way I look at him. <laughs> and um, hopefully he'll show up. But I, I do need someone to work with me because I'm not so confident of my own skills yet. So... Uh, it, well, Wonder Ann, you better just move to Pandora. To where? Pandora. Pandora again? That box it, has to keep closed. No, no, oh, no. It's the new community of witches. It's oh. going to be in Pandora, Tennessee. Oh, and geez. it's a community. It's already started. But... um and they're doing all the technology and stuff. And there's a good vortex there. Well, you haven't heard about Pandora, Tennessee? Oh, dear. <laughs> all kinds of new stuff is happening. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> hey, Colin, they got wives for you in there. <laughs> you can have four or five wives. If you move to Pandora, you're good breeding stock. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I need. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> I knew you'd love that one. <laughs> uh-huh. Little rugrats running all over the place, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Baby <Yeah>. Collins. <laughs> Baby Collins. <laughs> there you go. Mm-mm-mm. But it's it is the issue of what we're um, we, we need to look at where we can get better uh, better reality on what's going on. So yeah, that's cool. That's cool. Well, the darkness is going away now over here in the Pacific Northwest. I have what's a going lot. Away? The darkness. It's all. It's getting light now. It is a little oh, bit oh. a little bit foggy out there. My windows mm-hmm. are all wet, so my window must leak. That's all right. <laughs> there you go. But it looks like it's going to be an okay day. Hey, good. Good, good, good. Yeah, we're supposed to have sunshine all this weekend. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Oh, you would have gotten hysterical with me this morning. I've 
I always uh, throw my underwear and lift the top of the laundry basket and throw it in. This morning I was thinking of something. I lift up the toilet seat <laughs> and almost threw my underwear into the toilet. <laughs> Only you, Patricia. Only you, Wonderland. Funny. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it was so funny. I tried to explain to the dogs, and they all went, so? (laughs) Yeah. We don't care. We don't don't wear that stuff. (laughs) Well, I did just about put the aluminum foil in the refrigerator last night when I was cleaning it. <laughs> but that refrigerator talks to me. That's my talking refrigerator, and it's Bill's father. That's in, I mean Bruce's father, Bill. That's in this refrigerator. I decided that when we first got this refrigerator, because we got it from his sister, and it makes funny noises. It tells me how to make pancakes. It does all this weird stuff, and I just look at the refrigerator a lot of times and say. Shut up, Bill. Go bother your wife. Leave me alone. It's like there's a ghost in my house and it's Bruce's father. You know? That is so funny. And it's funny because I'll call his mom and I'll go, was there a problem between Bill and Pancakes? And she'll go, well, yeah, kind of. And I said, what was it? She said, well, whenever we'd go in the restaurants, he'd always ask the waitress how their pancakes were. Now, okay, I'm a waitress. So I'm sitting here on the other end of the phone wondering what he meant by that because I'm a waitress. And I said, Wanda, what did he mean by that? And she said, oh, he didn't like them real thick. I said, oh. So then for about a couple weeks after that, my pancakes were either too thick or too thin, and I was just going, oh, crap. You know, <laughs> will you go back to go over to the new house where Wanda just lived and help them over there? Leave me alone. <laughs> he was interfering. <laughs> yes, but now, thanks to him, I cook perfect pancakes every time. It just took a couple of weeks. <laughs> But that that there is an art form to making pancakes. My dad was real good at making pancakes. And what he would do, we would all get ready for church, and then he'd have the batter ready, and he'd just leave it. And when we came back, it was the right thickness, and it was great. Huh. Yeah. Huh. It was just really, really tasty. So wow. we didn't complain. He did a good job. What can you do with a bachelor father, you know? <laughs> wow. Oh, yeah, it's funny. So what's happening in Peoria, girlfriend, over there? I don't know. Okay. I'm in Varna. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> oh, you're not in Varna. <laughs> um, not a whole lot, but I've had a... Nice. Cold has turned into sinus infection again. Oh, that's no problem. Those, no, they're not. I'm getting really tired, to be honest with you. <laughs> I have. Are you getting little, to find little your picture. house? 
little pictures that I love to share. Yeah, you don't want to talk in front of them because they'll tell mommy yeah. and daddy on you. <laughs> I, w- I went to babysit. Yeah. I went to babysit Sam last Saturday, and we're sitting on the couch together. And he conned me into bringing Rambo with me, and we had a ball, him and the dog and me. But anyway, he looks at me and goes, "My mother slaps me in the face." I said, "What?" He goes, "Yeah." When I'm in the back seat of the car. Good morning. And she's driving. My mother slaps me in the face. So when Faith got home from from wherever she was, I said, Do you slap him in the face? She said once about a month ago, I hauled <laughs> off and popped him one. And now he's going to school and he's telling everybody that I sl- slap him in the face. <laughs> uh, so, see, that can get her in trouble. That's I know. know. <laughs> But it was only one time, and she didn't really slap him that hard or anything. It's just kids can get you into trouble. Yeah. Um, that's the sad yes, part. you may. Yes, you may. Yes, you may. Okay. Yeah. Are they sick, too, or did they have it first? Oh, they're... Am I on? <laughs> Am I unmuted? <laughs> yes. And you're on speakerphone. Yeah. Uh, I'm on the phone. Hi, Orpha and everybody else. Hi, Patty. Hello. Hi, Colin. Hello. I miss you yeah. guys. Yeah, they got sick, hey. and then and then their mom got really sick. But instead of her staying home and getting well, no, she dragged me over here, and I. Now I'm, you know, forced to deal with that. I mean, I I will admit I don't get as sick as I used to. You know, ever since I've been doing. Better things, I guess you could say. Better food, better supplements, all that kind of stuff. Um, but it just keeps going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, because nobody ever gets better. You know, it just keeps getting passed around and passed around. That's what ticks me off about it. I keep telling her, stay home and get well. I don't like being sick. Yeah, that that is the M.O. <laughs> uh-huh. Boy. I said, so I've just been battling with that. Go ahead. Well, I just wanted to say um, uh, to uh, Donaldson, he did a really great analysis of the code that these guys at uh, Burns City are being accused of. And it's very interesting, your feedback. Have you uh, sent that to anybody, uh, Donaldson? I got some <laughs> half of it. I had to go to school. Uh, you know what? Honestly, I, I have Pete Santilli's email address. But Pete's I'm hesitant, I'm, <laughs> I'm hesitant <laughs> to send him anything, okay? Yeah, right. Yeah, you can't. But uh, actually, the, there's really no one because I feel like there's – <laughs> the community members in Burns want the federal money. That's what yep. I've managed to to learn about, and um. because of that, because of that, see, that's why I was making videos regarding all more more community members stepping up to come in and be involved in it and, and start having a say so, rather than just 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 gra- uh, just gra- just grass ass, you know. Uh,
so yeah, I mean, like he's the only one that seems to be having a lot of say. So he's on every document, you know, with his signature and stuff. The judge Grassy, Grassy. But um, so this this issue is it's Title 18, sections uh, 70, 371 and 372, and the charge is conspiracy to impede an, uh, an officer in the you know um, or make threats. And also causing causing someone who's holding an official position to leave because of those threats, you guys. And if you remember what happened to the um, fire marshal, he quit, didn't he? He quit. And what what does that mean? That means that these people could be held for a conspiracy to impede a government officer in the performance of their duties, even on something un you know it's 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 not related it, it appears to not be related to the bundy thing however we know we know it is right his his um stepping down the fire marshal stepping down but because he now is not no longer in the position right obviously circumstantial evidence is part of this conspiracy presumption or inference it says right so in the code that that circumstantial evidence will be allowed you know admissible so um what I'm looking at, what I'm seeing here is basically that if there's no, if there was no planning to do the wrongdoing, right, in secret, mm-hmm. then it's not a conspiracy at all, even though those things happen. So yes, they may be able to prove that fire marshal stepped down and all that. They may be able to prove that they they got online and and broadcast over the airwaves that they had a standoff at Oregon. But how are they going to be able to prove prosecution? How are they going to be able to prove unlawfulness? And how are they going to be able to prove um, conspiracy? Because they were open about everything. Go ahead. And that's the whole point. It was very interesting. I sent out today about Bill Cosby uh, and a documentary, and this sounds like it's way off base, uh, but it was a documentary when Bill Cosby was a very young man, and it's very educational. And the second one I said was uh, sent was a uh, a crime crime limit or something, but they had the uh, lawyer who was the lawyer for um, uh, who's that singer that, that finally got killed uh, Jackson uh, for Jackson case. He came in belatedly. And he cross-examined all these witnesses. And for what you're saying, um, Donaldson, is the exact point this lawyer was saying. Under cross-examination, they fall apart. Because of the ulterior motive, they had to do what they were doing. And that's very important data to, to know because so often yep. in a court case, people don't know how to cross-examine. And the cross-examine brings out all the lies. I mean, they were, they were chastising Jackson for um, uh, all these sexual things. And I didn't follow the case, but the lawyer brought this out. Uh, oral sex in, in the uh, jacuzzi. You drowned if you did oral sex in a jacuzzi. And I mean, it was, it was so partial, even on my part. And um, the thing that was interesting was he said every one of those witnesses fell apart when he cross examined them. 
just because of the fact their their stories didn't hold up. They just did not hold up. And uh, I, I don't care what people's side are or what they are on this thing. It, it, I'm not bringing it up to that. But what you said yesterday was very important for us to really look at what is their real ulterior motive to anything right. they're doing. Exactly. And it, it trips me out because the fact that they were charged with conspiracy to impede, yeah. right? <laughs> so funny. It's hilarious because you would think that they know that it was lawful, it's constitutional what the people are doing, and their intent is pure. You know, so it's like, hold on a minute. They were all out in the open. It's so funny that they charge him with that, but they kill this guy that we don't even have a video, clear video of. We don't know if that person killed. By the way, I uploaded the video of the shooting, too. The one so with the airplane? Did yep. you have, was there, a, was there a video of it? Because all I saw was a seat on, on the other side of a van. They don't even show the side of the van where the shooting was because the eyewitness uh, gal said we were all on the floor of the van and they were shooting through the van, but it never went out the other side. They didn't break the windows on the right side. They broke them all on the left side. So they were they were making certain the people in the van didn't die. Because if okay. you're shooting the windows out and there's no heads there and they're all on the floor of the van, hello. And it was a woman and an 18-year-old girl that were in that car. Well, but supposedly, Donaldson, there's a tape. <laughs> just that they, they just so you know, it. the video's still up. Is, it, the is, it the one, yeah. is it the one from the airplane? Yes. Now, how would the FBI have an air? Why would they have an airplane in the air to film that? Yep, exactly. It was, and it's too curious, isn't it? I think it's I think it's a phony video that they made beforehand. I think it was, probably is a car that looked like his and people. Uh, uh huh. Yeah. And yep. guys, I've been getting kicked out of the Pete Santilli chat room. Pete Santilli is in jail. I don't care about that. What I'm worried about is the fact that I've been exposing the fraud, the false flag, and every time I try to expose it, get more play, they call me a troll. That's because whoever's in there are trolls, and we found out that Pete Santilli might be dirty, too. Okay? Yep. Yeah, because he's supposedly not getting along with Alex Jones, and yet they're still in cohorts. You know what? This is fucked up what happened, guys. Sorry about my French. But I was just thinking about it. They did this to draw out the Patriots, the real Patriots, so they could make a they could try and cause a, a genuine revolution. You know what I'm saying? That's what I feel. Uh-huh. Even yep. So there you go. Yep. And, and part and, of the thing, too, ahead, is wonder. to get to know who they are. That was the other thing. Are they leaders in their That's own true. state? And now they're they're causing all sorts of oh dear we've got some uh, writers here. Uh, guest authorities said 54 year old Robert Lavoie Finnicum 
uh, a rancher from Arizona who acted as a spokesman for the occupiers of the Malauer National uh, Wildlife. And he said, here's the link to it. The video shows slain Oregon occupier reach for a jacket pocket. Now, see, is that true? He had his hands, they said, over his head. I saw a video where he had his hands in front of his jacket. So what are you going to believe in? Is it the man? Anybody can dress up as an actor. Mm-hmm. And they're discrediting everything about it. And I think it's to ridicule anything the patriots do. But see, we have a patriot group here in Greenville that I'm, I'm sorry, they're not patriots in my book. Yeah, I've heard stuff about North Carolina, so be careful. You know what? I think, think about it. Eleven children. Some of them were adopted, maybe all of them. This guy might have been federal, too, and he's probably not dead. I don't know, you know? The, the guy that they said they shot? Uh... And all these people were from different places. And you don't go on a wildlife refuge and start driving the vehicles that are owned by the government around. And they were doing that. That's a little bit silly. I don't know why they were doing that. What were they plowing? Plowing? What were they doing? Yeah. What were they, all this plowing that they were doing, there wasn't a snowstorm there. And it seemed like the plow was just going around in circles doing silly stuff. That's a very good point, Wonder Ann. <laughs> what, yeah. Hey, Wonder, that was a good a good point. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it, it, well the, the reason I bring it up is that this, this silly man kept coming up to whoever was holding the video and sticking his nose into it and yelling all this thing about... Let's get them warned. I'm doing war. It's all about exciting, you know, to excite a riot. And uh, he was, I didn't even know where they were shooting this from. It was so bizarre. And, um, and then finally I saw another thing that it was from the wildlife place. So uh, it, it's all, I think it's all BS that they're. I, I, right. Go ahead. No, I was just going to see if you guys thought that Pete Santilli would be charged with um, sedition, but if not, other people should be like the people of like maybe Judge Grasty, right? Or someone should be you know charged with attempting to overthrow the um, the the laws of the United States government. That's coming. It shouldn't be directed at the Patriots though. So there needs to be a counterclaim for sure right away on this, so that way they shift the burden of proof. I'll tell you right now, where's Lori Anderson, too? This is ridiculous. How is she, how's she all of a sudden not even making videos about it anymore? Or have you seen some of her stuff go up? Because I haven't looked, really. No, there's somebody else is missing, too. Blake Cousins. Where's Blake Cousins? Is that his name? Oh, this guy that chases all this stuff. I've heard of Blake, yeah, but I haven't really seen him. In any case... You know, um, I just... We all have little pieces of the puzzle. Problem is there's three different puzzles, 
and all the pieces are all mixed up in different boxes, <laughs> and it's really hard to come through all this. Well, also, here's another thing. How can uh, the FBI allow these um, supposed criminals, right, conspiracy to impede, why would they, they just allow them to be driving around town for, for weeks, you know, and, and just be having all these, these protests? Why wouldn't they, like, say, you know, block, do a blockade and really not allow them to, to do anything? I mean, if they're doing something illegal, um, you know? Well, and see, the, the point you're raising is they wanted to give them enough <laughs> rope so they would hang themselves syndrome. And that's a bunch of bullshit, too. Because it isn't about rope. It's about standing for your constitution. Right. And here's another point, too. What to do. Yeah, was, it even, was it even in um, Finnicum's character, right, to, to drive the way he drove? A family man, right? You're going to just drive crazy towards, the, towards a, 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 a spike strip? And police, and then veer off, and then jump out, and no, that's not even that doesn't seem like his style at all. Why would he risk his life like that? That's retarded. So that's what they're saying. He jumped out. I I, I thought I heard the spokesman say, "Yeah, he climbed out of his car." But there, that was a set up ambush. Mm-hmm. So it's. Uh, so that he didn't know they were down at the end there, in other words. No, no he didn't, they didn't know. anticipate him on they, the road. I don't think he could see the other roadblock from where the first one was. Oh, okay. And as he rounded the corner, then it was there. And supposedly, and it's oddly funny that there were guys in trees with guns. I don't know whether that yeah. shows from the airplane. But how come there was an airplane up there filming this part of it? Did they film the other part of it, too? <laughs> it's all fake. It I be. hope this man isn't dead. I really do. But who knows? I mean, his wife is saying he's dead. I don't know. But meanwhile, Judge Anna is uh, going to town. Are you guys following Judge Anna? Yeah, she's ripping a new hole. And, uh, Isn't it Blake, funny that she's from Alaska? Guess who else is from Alaska? Sarah Palin. Oh, I know the guy that... Sarah Palin. Palin. You know right, what? But also... This is ahead. all a script. This is all an act. We're getting ready for disclosure. This And they've got the right people in the right places. They just need to hurry up and do it. Now, when you say that, are you ch- uh, uh, saying that this uh, Van Ritz and uh, Palin? See, I think Palin wants to be vice president with uh, with Trump. Well, that's He's all a show. That. I'm saying that's all a show. Sarah isn't as dumb as people think she is, and, and there aren't going to be any more Democrats and Republicans. We all know, or most of us know that. I think we're going to have two presidents or something. Who knows? But this is all a show. And by the time the elections come, it's all going to be over with. You know, because look at how high it is. Look at how how ready the whole world is to pounce on the United States. Okay? Yeah. So, 
That is I not just a vision that I laugh, like laugh, laugh, to laugh, laugh, think about. Wait a minute. Two of you are speaking. Go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead, Donaldson. Uh, just talking about the uh, the better outcome would be um, that we all end up in the Hyatt uh, hanging out. I, I don't have a place to stay, so I need a Hyatt hotel room. Uh, you know? I'm talking about the big Hyatt, you know? Uh, it's okay. And we can all start over. <laughs> Little Willie. Little Willie. Is bringing it in. I heard. I heard a song. I sent it to Colin and I sent it to Wonder Ann. But it's about the planets that are coming in, and now there's one that they can see, and they're calling it. They're calling it Little Willie, and they're playing that. Little 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 Willie won't go home. You can't make Willie do. Willie won't roam, and it's on its way back around, and it's bringing all these our ninth planet for one thing, other planets in with it. And it's just getting so exciting. And I think somewhere in that group of planets is our new home. (laughs) That's what I like to think. We're all going on Starship Jerusalem, or whatever it's called. I don't know. (laughs) That's some good stuff right there. That was hilarious. Oh. And Jeff Six is saying, denying everything, acknowledging nothing creates an atmosphere where there is nothing to believe in, so therefore, there is no path to anchor onto. So you're free agents, correct, Guest Six? <laughs> it's cool. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, it's great to have these different viewpoints because it's so important for all of us to air our viewpoint. And getting back to what you said, Donaldson, and at the uh, refuge is the fact that the people were actually talking calmly. And then in comes other people and starts talking the other stuff. And I think that's why people get confused. Because when you have infiltrators, they'll start out shouting you. So you do not get heard. And this has been indicative over and over in any crowd. And that's what people have to start catching on to. If someone is interrupting, talking about uh, actually um, doing the different, uh, let's attack them and do the proaction instead of being peaceful, um, uh, what with occupiers, then... They're the ones that are the uh, the infiltrators. The only change is the stagnation of disbelief. That's very good, Gestix. Who are you, Gestix? You're great. Your points are great. Is that you, uh, Emily? <laughs> but uh, whoever Gestix is, would love to hear you talk. So uh, please do uh, feel free to join us on the call. And uh, that that call-in number. Uh, get you're on the chat room, so the call in number you need one one seven one 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 six eight seven zero pounds. So you can come in that way. I had to do it on my hand it's, to see what this. Is. It's one one eight one one eight six seven zero pounds. Oh, great! Thank you for the correction. Uh-uh. Uh-huh. Even my hand made a mess. <laughs> I've got it written on my wall. It's, uh-oh, what is that? 
That's a different call. <laughs> You're right, it's me. <laughs> I bet you I have so many, so many pin numbers. I can't get them straight. I I just refuse to memorize it. Now. I think but, we're uh, all on other planets right now. Yeah. Oh, I I was telling you about the cash thing. Cash. Uh, did any of you get on the cash health thing? I got on for three three and a half hours, and there was no time because it was a live stream. And they did it out of Italy, and I, I failed to mention that. Some people uh, emailed me about the time, and I apologize. I didn't think of people not realizing live stream would be at any time that you got on it. And uh, this fellow out in California had uh, taken a wire and wrapped it around a, um, a, a, a crystal that was one of those long crystals like a a teardrop type thing, but quite long. And he wrapped the coil around it and put other crystals and then he put it in. Uh, the coil had to be nano-coated, so that's something I can teach. But uh, he put it in a, a tube, like kind of like a, a um, science room tube. And he uh, corked it and put it in water, let it just sit in a glass of water. Now, his point was that he was a, he's hypoglycemic. I'm hypoglycemic. And his, his uh, manifestation when he's really not eating well or something like that is terrible headaches. You, you cross at everybody. That aunt looked at me wrong, and this is this little teeny bug, looked at me wrong, and I want to kill it. You know, it's that kind of thing when you've got a low sugar. And uh, he, he had put it in the water, let it sit there for, I don't know if it was hours or a day. So it's in that kind of a time span. And he just drank the water. And usually after a couple hours, he's hungry, he has to go get a small thing. And that's exactly what I have to do, a small taste of something. And uh, he went basically three days without eating and had more energy and more uh, clarity than he said I've ever had before in his life. And Do you so know what he did? What? He made conscious water. It's called well, conscious it it's water. Yeah. Right, it's Magrav. And he made Magrav water, and this water, he actually gave it to another fellow that came over, and he was in his 80s. And he drank, uh, I think he drank two glasses of it. And he's a diabetic. And he kept checking his uh, his uh, sugar level, and it never varied. And for a diabetic, that's unreal. And he went three or four days without ever having to take medicine. So there's something good happened. Maggrav is magnetic, gravitational energy called plasma. And the plasma, our body has plasma because we're part water, we're part electrical. And the, the earth and the sun going together creates plasma. So all he's doing is using nature and putting you know, nature back into your life. The very first story I ever heard about this was probably a year or two ago. And what had happened is they made this kind of water and they put a fish in it. 
had a bunch of sick goldfish or something. So they put this fish in there. Well, the fish got all better, you know? Cool. So they put the fish back in the tank with all the sick fish. And all the sick fish got better. Correct. So just having one fish, so you can take a drop of that water and make your own big batch out of one drop of that water. There are ways to do this. And you're learning all the electricity stuff you're learning. And, um, yeah. Patricia is really going to help us. And the other thing that he said for your your swimming pool, this kind of blew my mind, was the fact he put in a uh, a plastic bag, you know, like a lunch bag or something like that. He put some of the nano coils, coils in it and sealed it up and just hung it in the pool. That was all gawky with um, the, uh, you know, the winter stuff that happens. Uh, I forget what you call it. And no. Did you see? Did you guys see it? And it just took all of the, um, all of the, the what is it? Uh, Algae. It, it made the pool. Thank you. <laughs> You want me to hey, hear what? it too? And so <laughs> he took the algae out, and the uh, the actually the pool was fine to go swimming in, and they didn't need chlorine because it stayed clean. Now our our guest six is here showing that the um, cash foundation scam. Many are using this to sell an informative book. WW scam con show thread. Cash Foundation scam. And you know who's doing that? That's out of Antwerp, uh, Belgium. And it is a very wealthy guy who has taken. Sorry. Yeah. He's taken the books of uh, Mr. Cash and he's put them online. Now, Mr. Cash isn't charging very much, but I don't know what it is in American money. It's 14.99 euros. And I don't know the uh, the exchange on that, but I think it's probably about twenty dollars, which yeah. is what it will cost here. And so, uh, but the guy scanned them all in and put them online just to disrupt anything the Cash Foundation. And that's why these scam things are coming out, and they're telling people that oh, you can drink this. You don't want to drink caustic; it'll burn your tubes. I mean, that's stupid. And none of the Dan stuff do you drink. But the issue here, again, the guest, I don't know who you are, guest, uh, but he's really pushing the scam thing and the full length. I'll put it in so everybody can see it. Again, if you deny everything, you hold on to nothing. I'm not denying anything. It's for you to try it out yourself because he has totally released it to the world. And they have found different things that work better than other things in the different countries of the world. And he is definitely uh, moving forward with many, many different things that will help people to be healthier, help people to be able to uh, have uh, a a small business if they want it. See, I'm not going to sell it. I want you people to have it just like he's given it to me, 
I want you to have it. And and he has it for the car. I'm going to put it on my moped because of the fact that all of us have been ripped off for a hundred plus years for the falseness of what Tesla said. Energy is free all around us. We do not need to meter it. And we've been lied to all that. But he said, uh, he just said, if, if, if you, again, if you deny everything, you hold on to nothing. And then he says, watch the doers on YouTube that are developing this and make your own decision. And that's exactly Absolutely. what I recommend people do with, with regard to the Oregon standoff as well. Really, really look at it, you know? Yep, yep, I, I agree. I mean, this is, it's important to always look at both sides. And Mr. Cash has been very, very upfront about the harassment they've gotten from um, all of the, uh, the Belgium. Now, he was in Belgium for 12, 15 years, I'm going to say. And uh, they have totally turned, not they, the people have not, the uh, establishment has turned on him because he's willing to have people have free things, and they don't like that. You know it's all about the money, and we all know it's all about the money. And so, therefore, they're totally against him giving anything free. That's why he's uh, uh, come out with this whole apparatus, and you've got to make it yourself. It's very simple. What I've, I've been slow on is gathering all the materials with my budget, so... I've got it now, and perhaps I'll have a friend come over this afternoon and we'll get more done. The issue here is we work together. He's bringing people together. He's bringing people, and when you get it in your house, Patty said it beautifully, it is the vibration. It's the plasma makes your house a peaceful house. Your uh, car will run better you're going to be in a more peaceful action. And it's not about making us zombies like fluoride does and all the other chemical crap they're doing. Our body is a plasma. It has it already. The universe has it. The, the sun and the earth has plasma. We've been in plasma all the time. Tesla saw it and Kesh said, he saw it. He didn't know what to do with it or how it worked. And you know what? I, I like go ahead. No, I didn't mean to detract from what you were saying. Sorry about that. Go ahead, Ed. I was going to make a joke. Go ahead. No, I said, well, my joke right. is that I put plasma in my coffee. I don't know. Well, okay. <laughs> I mean, if you don't like plasma, fine. Don't put it in your coffee, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I'm only I'm only saying that because like there's probably multiple uses for this stuff, but again, this is something that's kind of out of reach, don't you think, Wonder? Let's just looking at both no. sides of it. It's out of reach. No, for, for, it's not. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me finish. Let me finish my point, okay. if you don't mind. Okay. That okay. it appears to be out of reach only because of the level of education of the people. I mean, if people if people would rise up and and claim their brain, claim their their true power. Then definitely, yeah, I see, I see it as, as something that would be influential. 
But, I mean, what I see also is pe- and we need to have more 100 monkeys, you know? I guess there's a cartoon out on the Internet of all of us people, and the bankers are sitting on top of us on this big chessboard-like-looking thing, and it shows all the people standing up, and the bankers just falling off. And I guess it's just, yeah, that's what we need to do. <laughs> you know, well, it's... It is the point you're making, Patty. It's very good. We do need to stand up and say no more. And what you're saying, Donaldson, about people's intelligence, Mm -hmm. uh, the people can do this. He has laid it out. He has audio. He shows you over and does repetitively through many of his videos exactly how to do it. You don't need an education. That's he why he says he'd rather Africa. teach it to a five-year-old. Okay. Or you know what's cool? Children okay. get it. I, I, children get it. But adults are all pre-programmed. <laughs> well, let me apologize then, Wonder, because I jumped the gun. I didn't. I haven't looked into it, okay? So Donaldson. let me look into That's it. That's why I'm correcting. Donaldson. Yeah, thank you. What? I have How to can tell I help you, Patty? I have to tell you something. Yeah. I found out that they found a mushroom and they're planting it in the San Francisco Bay and it'll it'll clean up the oil spill and once it's done cleaning up this oil spill they are still pure enough to eat and they will clean up what's in our bodies too I just saw Ooh. that a couple of days when can ago. I get a slice I don't know, but look it up and see if it's happening yet or or if I dreamed it. But I think I, I, I did see something about it, so... Does it, does it have any hallucinogenic effect? No, it's not. Oh. You and your drug addiction. Will you quit it? <laughs> I'm a drug addict, too, though, so I understand. <laughs> Oh, the vials of the things we go through. I know this is this. It turned. It went in a crazy direction just now. (laughs) But I really seriously believe that plasma. This issue of plasma is connected to zero point energy, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. So there's always been this technology has been trying to come out in the mainstream, or, or at least in alternative news sources that claim to have this technology, you know, that will revolutionize medicine. And, and you know, quite frankly, I see it as a possibility as being true because of all of the technology. And singularity, if you guys have ever looked into singularity, that's important. Well, see, what you're actually saying is exactly what Cash is doing. And uh, our guest six said, a cloud resource for Cash Blueprints and additional information, cloud equals free. Kesh has put it out there for free. You can go on his Kesh Foundation, go under Blueprint. You get the videos of the people who are building it and how they've done it. And what I made a comment a while back on our energy think tank, Paul, was the fact that the people are happy. They're not frustrated. They're not tearing their hair out. Yet some people's seem to not work because their meters stop working. You want the meter to stop working because then that means the plasma is going through the entire house and you're not using electricity. 
You want the meters to stop so that it will go out of your circuit breaker, out through your power company's lines, and plasma all of it so that the people next door and the people on either side of you are getting plasma. And how you check? See, I keep a log of every day of what I use during the day. And I have this little notebook. And it's a little tablet. And for yesterday, between um, the 27th of January to this morning, I went from 116, well, it's 1,116 kilowatts to 1,122. I used six kilowatts yesterday. How many of you can, lo- can go and do a log? Do a log now so that you can now, Donaldson, don't bother, okay? Yeah, the bridge doesn't happen. <laughs> Maybe do it at the library. Maybe I'll take you. One yeah. of my clients will practice. But to teach your clients this. The or, act of raising is that your house is all copper wired already. You're working with copper wire house size, 14 gauge. And this is this is universal gauge. Uh, it's the wire gauge used in, in Europe and every place. And uh, it is working. It's consistently working. People, people have to get that there is a real value to what we're doing to help each other. You know, because I was going to make a joke, but it might be... Um more truth than than joke, but Donaldson, maybe you should do it on, quote, your house, unquote, and see what's really out there, just not in the walls. Well, he can do it. That's interesting. Uh, you know, an Orpha, you're very <laughs> good, and I'm, I'm so glad because I was thinking meters, but what Orpha is saying, Donaldson, he has a coil that you can put on your wrist and it will heat your blood up that you're never cold. He has a guy, he's in Italy. Italy is cold at this time. It's kind of on the par of where we are here in the south, uh, I think, latitudinally. And uh, it's cold. And when it's cold in Italy, those are all brick walls. They don't have plasterboard and all the stuff. It's cold. He's out there bicycling with shorts on, no coat or hat, because he's got his little coil on that keeps his blood warm. And that, that's, that's a really cool I idea. But I'm, I'm yeah. talking about just seeing what kind of electrical energy is just floating around out there just outside. You know, Donaldson, you go around a lot of places outside. You ought to, you know, put your little... Well, don't you, you know, go outside? Do you yeah, have but I, I don't, I don't have all? those. I don't have in other words, I've, I've been sleeping in the same place for, for five years, you guys. You know that he I doesn't never... have a house, don't you? No, she know. knows that. That's why she's that's, saying that's it. That's why point. she's saying it. Oh. Yeah. The point, the point is, she's trying to say, pull the air, pull pull the energy out of the air, try to figure out what, what you know, what's, yeah. how can I use you. this stuff and not have a dwelling space, you know, or something like that. Right? Yeah. Well, let me ask you this, Wonder. Wonder, Wonder, did you give us all a link for that? Because I would like to. Um, did you send us the link, 
I'll, I'll resend it because I, I'm, I'm, you're getting to the point of interest. I have sent it and I've told about it, but it, it, it's taken time for people to get really started on, well, maybe this might be helpful. And I'm, I'm, I'm glad. I'll be glad to send it again. It's, it's very important. I sent the health one. If, uh, if you need the health one, I'll send that uh, link again so that you'll have it. Well, this is valuable stuff because I could take it to another place with me. In other words, wherever I go from here, you know, it doesn't have to be empty-handed. You know, if, I, if I'm coming with this technology, then it's almost like I'm coming with money, you know? And, yes. and so that's, that's definitely exactly something cool. Point. Yeah. It's a, it's, it's a barterable skill. And that's, that's exactly what will be necessary as they try and take us all down because they're, I mean, I just heard the other day, one of our guys in uh, South Carolina here is a, um, he's a tree trimmer and, and cuts down trees. They are putting on the agenda for us to not be able to burn the wood stove like I have in my living room so I wouldn't be able to get wood. And I wouldn't be able to have, and and I wouldn't be able to have it um, available for me. And what Jonathan said, they have put so many restrictions on the tree trimmers, and he said you cannot even go across state line with the tree from South Carolina to North Carolina, even if you cut the tree at the state border, because now get this reason. It might have an insect in it. Excuse me, it's already spreaded, asshole. <laughs> it's already spreaded. If it's right on the state line, who are you? Who are you kidding? And it's all about control. So it it behooves us to be ready and willing to understand and to have free energy. And he says it's not energy; it's plasma. And to have that differentiation, because plasma is, as you said, Daddy, it's like a vibration. It's not an energy that's, it's, it's there. It's always been there. We're just getting active. And another, another task for us might actually be uh, to, you know, those of us that are level-headed enough, maintain... The, the good energy to where we when we communicate with people so sorry about the noise but when we communicate with people we're going to be like yeah yeah no no this is all good this is this is our life you know like happy like explaining things to people and really representing living the truth you know and people can see you know how we're living even even if we're not on the cash water i'm on the cash water naturally so <laughs> let's just say this I do, I do want to try try this uh, system that you're talking about. But yeah, I do believe that some of our role is would would be to um, help people that do not have the knowledge or the intellect you know, to to actually be able to maintain a positive vibe. Still, that's exactly right. And and part of the thing, there are there are people that will never build anything, and that's that's their mo, and that's totally fine. I was married to a man like that. And, and he never built a thing in his life. And I'm learning now at my age. So it's, it's all doable. And what it is, is we 
have to take our health in our hands. Mm-hmm. You're the only one responsible for your health. That's why this program has been so uh, ongoing because we're always looking at different things. And here's Mr. Cash releasing so everyone gets the blueprint of how to make the guy's wand that he's doing. They have a pain pan, pen that you can put it on a spot and it's a, a coil and a crystal's in it. And uh, you can put it. Now, other people have done these things. He, he even has taken, remember we used to talk about um, uh, Wilhelm Reich and his organ machines and how he made this box and made it as a way in which to get that whole body uh, uh, working. He's got something like that. Maybe oh, my God. You know what? Let's, oh, God. my God. Let me say this. This is amazing. You're making an amazing point right now, and it's making me think about what I've learned from history class. And it is this, you guys. Persecution against so you know people that had this knowledge you know in the in the dark ages and stuff like that right. I mean people that used to wear crystals were deemed to be witches and stuff right. I mean yeah. if you believed in magic, I mean they they wanted to stop this a long time ago. You know they knew. But Wilhelm Reich, really Wilhelm Reich died in the forties under a false imprisonment. He was about to be released and. Oh, he had a heart attack. So sad. They burned every bit of his paperwork. Fortunately, they didn't get it out of the get the books that other people had bought before they destroyed everything. They were afraid of Wilhelm Reich's machine because it would have destroyed basically what Cash is doing, the energies of the power companies. And correct, people wouldn't be sick. So AMA, the American Murderers Association, wouldn't have gone places. The uh, power companies wouldn't have had it. And if you go back in history, all the cars were electric cars when they began. All of the setup was to make us all sick. When the petroleum company, i.e. the Rockefellers, uh, put all this stuff in those of and Donaldson. Oh, wonder and Donaldson. Good point. What's up? in one of the cars that Henry Ford made, I think it was Henry Ford, was made out of hemp. Yes. <laughs> Woo! Not the kind well, you smoke, well. though, but because you could bounce off of things. The the fenders didn't. You didn't need metal. It, it you was don't oh. smoke hemp. You well, you could if you wanted to, but you'd cough really bad. You're not, you're not going to get high off of hemp. It doesn't have THC in it. Um, you're talking to the expert. Hey, you guys, you, can you imagine driving up in a hemp car and the officer is like, I smell weed. <laughs> but it wouldn't um, smell because of the fact of the fabrication. <laughs> Build houses, I know, I know. clothes, all the other stuff. And they di- they discontinued it after the Second World War because they lost so much money. And the people, and I've told that history story, that the people were going to be arrested if they didn't grow hemp. And after the Second World War, it was a crime to have hemp. Go figure. Right. You, 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 you know why? You know you know why it's been made illegal to have hemp? Not yeah, because, because it doesn't have any. 
doesn't have anything to do with marijuana. It has to do with it is such a good plant, very versatile for so many different things. It would put a lot of other companies out of business. That's so they don't want to have a company primarily because you could use it for fuel, you could use it for housing, you could use it for uh, medicine, you could yep. use it for clothing. Uh, and what con- what industries were those all related with? Pharmaceutical, oil, oil, oil. Every bit of it. And even wood. Oh, uh, let's yeah. tie in also, you guys. The uh, what do you call those? The uh, snake oil salesmen that we've heard about in the stories from the past, going around trying to sell medicine and stuff, you know? I mean, if we're talking commerce, and we're talking medicine and snake oil, and it seems so cool, right? Oh, yeah, it's part of our history. Really? Yeah, it's really interesting. Donald said I sent, I sent out the email with the video that started with a snake oil uh, salesman who was Rockefeller's father. And he sold petroleum with a little tincture of something else. You were eating oil. And it made people sick. And they didn't have any other use for it until Rockefeller went over to Europe to find out what was oil really about and what did it do. And when he came back, he cornered the market on transportation railroads. He cornered the market on pipelines instead of having it trucking because of a strike. And so he did pipelines, and he, he, he cornered that entire market and controlled every single little bit of oil that came through, everything. And he had, they, then one, one time, in this film, this documentary tells you all this. In one point, they were trying to make Rockefeller say, pay billions of dollars for um, owning uh, this company, uh, the oil company. And he was out golfing with a a priest. And he asked the priest, he said, Father, do you have any money on you? And he said, "Ah, a couple of bucks. He said, good, buy my oil company, and I'll just keep the shares. Because who controls it? The board. And he doesn't own anything. This man was brilliant. His father was a crook. He was a crook. Man, you know what? Honestly, I don't know if I would do the same thing if I had that same knowledge. I mean, I definitely want my family to be, you know, here still. But why, why try to get rid of every other family? You know, I mean, do we really need slave races? Do we have to have servants? I mean, with all this technology. That was the whole point, Donaldson. It was all about keeping the people down on the farm. This is all about control. And you you don't have that in you to do that. So you would be a useless eater, just like the rest of us. We're all useless eaters. And however, you have a head on your shoulders, you think differently than other people, and you think, and more people are thinking that way. So there's more value in what you're creating so that more people get the point that there is more to this picture than meets the eye. 
Does that make sense to you? Oh, yeah. It does. And and it's just this whole last half an hour has been really educational. Right, Orpha? <laughs> yeah. Did you call me? No, I was just asking Are you, you have you been listening? Oh, yeah, I took a yeah. second there to uh, address yeah, my no, grandchildren, was, but yeah. <laughs> I was only been mentioning that it is an educational half an hour. I mean, it's been really inspirational. Okay. We've had it hit on some really different topic topics, you know, uh, today, which is cool. Like, everything seems to be progressing, um, you know, like in a good good direction. What do you think? Well, you know, the thing I also want to add for what what you're saying, and Orpha, I'll just take a second, is what Kesh said. He said, I don't need the money. Now, Tesla needed the money to do any of his research. Kesh has worked in the oil fields. He's worked in numerous of these industries, so he knows them inside out and backwards. And what he's done, he's set things up So the people, it's a foundation. It's not a corporation, so it's not under the auspice of a government. It's a foundation that generates energy. And that's exactly why each of us, when we get the aha moment, we are going to be a cause, not someone else. And the hundredth monkey is here. We are in the hundredth monkey, and the envelope's being pushed so all of us get really tuned in to what's the next tune. Can I, yo, this is absolutely true. If anyone else will allow me the latitude, I will tell you that I've been in, I had a two-hour conversation with Rob, no, Richard Walbaum. Who's that? Richard Walbaum. He's the guy that wrote oh, okay. uh, a lawful remedy to tyranny. Ah. And uh, it's really this very, very powerful treatise that he has acquired, uh, accumulated, and and finished. And he sent me. So this is Richard Walbaum. Is he works with the Common Law Advisory Committee for the National Liberty Alliance? He he has been sending me emails. We've been in contact with each other. I'm actually part of that committee now um, under his direction. So that's cool. Right, guys? Yay. Yeah, that's very cool. <laughs> and I went down to the – like I said, I've been going to the law library. And uh, really, this guy, Richard Walbaum, you, you know, this treatise that he has, you know, I can send it to you so that way people can, can read it. Um, but yeah. it's got a lot of constitutional um, – like quotes, case law, and just everything in there, you know, that you could possibly think of to to back up the claim being made. So, but um, just wanted to share that with you guys while it was on my my mind, and and yeah, we are at a at a tipping point, I believe, um, which is why we are seeing the um, we they can't do too much more dumbing down. You see what I'm saying? Now now it has to be let's 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 use more fear. Because he, fear will stunt everything, you know what I'm saying, and slow everything down. You know, it's like, it's, it's, people are waking up, they're too smart, now we have to, you know, really try to control those emotions, and you know what, we've got all the technology, so why not, let's just shoot some people, you know, 
let's just let's just broadcast it. Let's make let's set up a bunch of scenarios and where we get people thinking about all kinds of different things that really have nothing to do, you know, with on the surface, you know, their evolution. Their when I say evolution, I, I don't mean there's no creator, but what I'm saying is that yeah, people need to you know recognize that this is a a a staged, controlled awakening. That I've been saying it a long time, and the, I'll say it still, that the Illuminati main goal from my, whatever you call it, top of the skull, my brain, it says, my heart tells me that the Illuminati are there to control the awakening. It's to dumb everyone down, because people naturally will wake up. They naturally rise to a higher vibration. And what Cash has done is actually helping people to, to pick up their frequency, right? Like, like without having to wait you know he's like saying let's clear it up let's do it now you know we don't have to wait till we get all the toxins out of our body or till we have a new government or till we have you know like ultimate conditions for it right let's create the conditions i mean isn't that what i'm always about you guys we're always about that on this call too right yeah it's about the awareness what you're doing is it, with the, this fellow, you're bringing the awareness that there is someone out here that even has more information. This is great. So are you still on with us? I've lost my board, so I don't know if I've lost it. I'm definitely on. Okay, cool. Carry on. <laughs> Go ahead. Well, I'll say something. I just something. dropped my phone, so I have to reestablish... Uh, Foundation. Okay, we'll we'll let Orpha can uh, start. Go ahead, Orpha. Well, I'm going to kind of change the subject, but it's not really changing the subject. It's going back to something you said a while ago that I wanted to comment on, but I couldn't get in. So. <laughs> oh, sorry. Go ahead, sweetie. It was about <laughs> about the, about the bug being on the tree and crossing state line. Um. <laughs> Yeah, I, it, that there is somewhat of a you know foundation for that because what's happened and it's happened quite a bit for some time. People bringing um, uh, a- alien. I, I don't know if alien is what I want to okay. say, but bugs, plants, all kinds of different things into the U.S., and you'll have to excuse my head, it's all blowing up again here, um, <laughs> the, uh, to where there's no native enemies for it. And a prime example are those Asian ladybird beetles that have gotten so out of control there's nothing to kill them off. Um, they brought them over here to mate with the ladybugs, those... Um, Asian beetles to mate with the ladybugs that made this superbug to kill the aphids. And now there's nothing to kill this Asian ladybird beetle. So they're all over the place. Those are those orange bugs that we see all over the place. I haven't even seen an actual ladybug in I can't even tell you when. How long it's been. You can yeah, tell... I just saw one recently just uh, to give you a little backup on it. Yeah, go ahead. Are, are you sure it was an actual ladybug and not one of those? Cause some of them well, kind of look. Some of them kind of almost look like a ladybug, 
But you have to, once you look at them really close, they're, you can tell the difference because ladybugs are just such a bright, vivid red. Um, and some of these Asian ladybird beetles can be pretty red, but if you look hard enough, it's just a really dark, dark orange, uh, a reddish orange. But, uh, oh, okay. Here but they're different than my bugs. Yeah. We don't have bugs like that up here. And I, and I think, I'm, I'm not sure, but I think ladybugs are a little bit flatter, not quite as rounded, you know, humped on the back like these Asian ladybird beetles are. But anyway, they're a perfect example of not having any natural enemy to, you know, keep the population in control. There's plants, you know, that that are that way. You know, people bring plants um, yeah. over here that there's there's nothing that naturally eats it or, you know, whatever, and they, they take over. I can't think of a plant off the top of my head. One of the things that comes to my mind is like the tumbling, uh, the tumbleweeds or something. There's nothing there. That's a dried up plant, but it, uh, the kudzu, we have kudzu down here in the south that they brought in from Asia a century or two ago. And uh-huh. as some one writer put it, he says, I am watching the kudzu climb over my building as we speak. It grew that fast. Yeah. I mean, it just takes over the whole forest. What is it? But, uh, we, it kudzu, K-U-D-S-U. Okay. We have a, a, a plant. It, you know, it's funny on different parts of the country what kind of plants will do that. We up here got invaded with a bamboo that takes over. And you can't burn it out. You can't dynamite it. I mean, it is absolutely insane to get out. And I got a little piece of it and planted it in my yard, and the landlord came over and had a fit. So. Yep, because it's it's notorious. And, And back in Asia where they grow the bamboo, that's how they practice jumping hurdles. Is as the bamboo is small, they just hop over it. As the bamboo gets a little taller, there's a little higher jump. But they keep on uh, jumping over it. And these guys are masters at hurdle jumping that win great prizes is what I've heard. Now, to me, jumping over bamboo would be really hurt if you came down on it. So um, I have a little... Marks on don't, that stuff. Don't miss. <laughs> well, keep going, Patty. Wear steel plated diapers so you don't get baked <laughs> in the butt, at least. <laughs> yeah, that's a special suit. I know. You Put on a bunch of bubble belt. wrap, Wonderland. Dress up in one in bubble wrap for us. I want somebody to film this, too. <laughs> and go jumping around out there in your field for us. Well, why don't you there do you it, go. Patty? Yeah. Uh, because I'd probably break something. <laughs> and I would. My you break my heart if you don't do it. My, my horoscope said to stay away from everybody today. I'm going to have a fight. <laughs> I can't believe it. Not again. I just, you know, 
No, I'm not going to do it because my neighbors, then they would come. I just settled my account with PayPal, okay, after they thought I was illegally sending money to Cuba, okay? <laughs> so now I got it straightened out last Saturday or Friday. I said, no, I'm not. I send money to Billy Blank. He lives in Miami. His next-door neighbors are Cubans, and... This is, why are you even reading my emails? And this guy was kind of born that was talking to me. Oh, I'm so sorry, ma'am, and he's being so nice. And I said, I am not a terrorist. At first, I started out really nice. By the end of the phone call, I said to him, I said, okay, well, please see that this doesn't happen again, or I will become a terrorist, and I will change your name to Palpay. He said, Palpay? I said, Palpay. He said, oh, my God, you're funny. And he just started laughing. <laughs> and it was cleared up. It was cleared up in an hour. I didn't have to do anything. I could send money again if I want to. Well, you had a point there, though. What are they doing reading your email? Right. 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 And accusing me of sending money to Cuba. <laughs> well, you know, I'm already married to Castro. I've been over there before. I married him 50 years ago. I'm hiding in the United States. <laughs> what What's interesting is what I heard yesterday in my class. The uh, one of my teachers for three of my classes is head of the department, uh, the electronics department, and he was going to a meeting in his his question to all of us was how many of you are on Facebook? And of course I said, ah, you know, and uh, he said, are you aware that when you use Facebook, it comes into this school and shows what you're putting on there? Most people don't realize people, when you're going for a job, and if you're on Facebook, you're being scrutinized by what you're saying on Facebook. And you will lose a job possibly because that is what they're doing. They are making certain that if your ulterior motives or you have other things that you're thinking, I mean, it may be a hobby or something you're doing, they will actually have you lose a job. And that's invasion of privacy. Mm-hmm. total invasion of privacy and and they're doing that I was stunned when I was working for a law firm now I'm talking back in the 90s uh, the late 90s or maybe it was mid 90s mid to late 90s I, I had found a charge at my bank and I, I questioned it and they said oh it was in the name of the law firm I, was in. I said why is that and so I went to the lady in charge of personnel, and I said, why is there a charge for your company? She said, because we check people up on their credit scores. On their what? Credit scores as to oh, what kind of person they are. And that so, was like... Did, did you know that they use credit scores to determine what kind of insurance premium you're going to pay or um that, it, it, yeah yeah if if you have a a low credit score you're going to pay a higher insurance premium 
Uh-uh. That's gouging. That is I don't have, I don't have a credit score at all. And they can't charge me anything because I don't have any money. The best thing to do is just be poorer than a church mouse. But that's why they'll charge you the most because they can't make money off you. But you're doing it. That's what Orf is saying. But that's what the gentleman was telling us. He said, it comes here to the school. And we know what you're saying on Facebook. So people, if you have other friends that are using Facebook as their communication, they've got to know that you're being scrutinized by any company that wants to get data on you. Any company. Google does it too. Google does it too. So does YouTube. I mean, anything that goes through the computer, except if you're in special websites, I guess. they're looking at but I'm too old to go back to work or I don't want to go back to work and I really don't care what I say or what I do and so far they haven't come to get me or done anything I'm not they've stopped electrocuting me so bad and I'm not throwing fish bowls at Bruce anymore I've become a very nice yes. person <laughs> I've I raised my own vibrations. Accor- like, according to who? <laughs> according to Bruce okay. and his family. <laughs> They're going, what's happening to you? I said, I'm either dying or I'm getting nicer. And they said, <laughs> and they said you are getting nicer. <laughs> and I'm going, well, it doesn't do any good to be the bitch I was, okay? That was stupid. I said you've got enough problems with a, you know, with one of your sons and one of, and your grandson. I've just gotta not give them the opportunity to hurt me. Okay, we've got it all covered. So, and now, oh, guess guess listen to this one, Bruce's boss. <sighs> The grandfather doesn't speak English. The son is a smart mouth and is threatening to fire Bruce because Bruce forgets to do one or two things. And anyway, it kind of blew up. And JC called me and he said, I'm not going to fire Bruce. And I'm going, I know. It's okay, JC. I'm not yelling at Bruce. I said, I know. It's okay, JC. You know, all of this was told to me by Tom, Bruce's co-worker, who told me that if they do try to fire Bruce, he's going to quit on the spot so they can't fire Bruce because he found out that Fairchild Air Force Base is paying scholar cleaners 4 or $8.1 million to do all this laundry for Fairchild. And they're taking very bad advantage of their workers. But Bruce is making very good money compared to what he used to, and he's not in the dry cleaner breathing the chemicals. And I've got some of the buckets here, so I went into the chemical company to look it up to make sure they aren't using poisonous chemicals. And then I didn't get very far with that because I started thinking, well, do I want him to live or die? (laughs) Never mind. But so there's all kinds of weird stuff I'm finding out by Bruce working out at Fairchild and how the system works and how these people make money and they pay the minimum wage and, you know, and if they do fire Bruce, 
maybe I can sue the federal government. Only I don't believe in suing. It's just everything is just getting so. Do you believe in correcting? Correcting. You could correct. Yeah, you could correct the federal government, dude. You don't have to sue them. Just correct them in writing. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. And that's what we're doing, right? Yeah, because you know what? The judicial powers of the United States shall not be construed to convey to suits in law or equity commenced or persecuted against citizens of one state by citizens of another state. So therefore, it's all administrative proceedings. All of it. Everything. That's what uh, Rod Class confirmed. They are only administrators and most of the offices are empty. And and just check this out, you guys. I was looking at some of the case law, right, that I went in and snapped photos of at the law library. And this one's regarding municipalities and their authority to create um, rule, local rules that circumvent state or federal statutes. And it says, cities may not regulate a field for which a state or federal statute clearly shows a legislative intent to provide a complete and integrated regulatory scheme to the exclusion of local regulation. What does that mean, Warner, to the exclusion of local regu- regulation? Does that mean that the local – in other words, they have a – like state taxes, right? It's already there. It's already established. Oh my God, it's fucking loud. Excuse my and they can do what they darn well please. So because it's already I, there, and they don't have to reword it to put it in the thing. Right, so they don't. So it says right here. Therefore, state legislature comprehensive scheme regarding mobile telephone usage on streets and highways precluded, which means stopped, the municipality from attempting to regulate mobile telephone usage by drivers through its general ordinance making power in the name of health, safety, and welfare. Ha <laughs> ha! That's awesome, isn't it? Awesome. And they that's really what, uh, have to take the cameras down pretty soon too. Except precluded means that it came case. to precluded means coming before, not stopping. Pre- right. Well, preclude actually does mean it, it basically it comes before, but it actually it also stops something from actually starting. From it, it basically comes in and has an effect that stalls out the effect of something else. Well, what they're doing, too, they're making it overlap each other. They're making it overlap each other. So if you preclude or exclude, they're all mentioned there. Because they read someplace that if that's why in the Constitution, they didn't enumerate every single possible thing that could be done of that era. Because things change. So what they they do is they say if it's uh, excluded or precluded or included, if they say that, all that came before is there, as if it was reprinted. We used to say that in our legal cases. It's carried forward here just as if we typed it out. Hello? So uh, you've got to watch how they use their terminology to trip you up. But the other thing also was this. I wanted to mention what Kathy, no, I think it was Orpha had just mentioned this up. I mean, it was Kathy. Uh, Patty, there's no Kathy on this call. <laughs> okay. <laughs> getting, getting back to the normal. Power of legislator to impose <laughs> obligation, obligation liability or duty on municipal corporations. 
state statute that expressly de- designed a board of municipality to implement provisions did not make any reference to town meeting. Okay, that that actually was not what I was looking for. But the last, the one before last one was talking actually about the 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 again the tax law and not you know not uh, um, basically preventing the the local jurisdictions, the local um, municipalities from you know having use you know like abide by their municipal code if there's if there's already a state statute that you know does the same job I and mean, that's huge can you guys see what i'm saying absolutely that's why they do what they say and donaldson donaldson Funny you should mention that Kathy thing because my name was supposed to be Kathy when I was born. But my parents and their best friends got pregnant at the same time. And the first one born was named Kathy and the second one born was named Patty. And she was born on June 11th and I was born on June 12th. So I answered to Kathy too. Because I really wow. think my name should have been Cabby. <laughs> wow. It's so funny. That's so funny. That is amazing. And mm-hmm. on that note, let's just let's just speak about this real quick. Have you had Patty, Kathy, any? <laughs> can I call you? <laughs> and I'm a Gemini, CP? so okay. <laughs> yeah. Kathy, Patty, CP. What's up, CP? All right. Uh, my question to you is: Have you noticed any manifestations after you did the? Uh, the New Year's um, exercise to, for what happened in 2016. Yes. yes. And I'm taking a class. I'm taking a class through Ari Kobel, and I'm being able to feel energy coming out of my hands. And um, I don't have to put myself in meditational state. I just can go there into my heart now automatically sometimes, you know, if I can get out of my, you know, that other part of me, that killer inside of me, it's just rip-rolling madder than hell right now. So I'm I'm doing my best. And was that something that you had said that you accomplished in 2016? Well, it's still I, early. It, 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 it is cool. too early, yeah. You know, I'm not sure... What I'm going to accomplish, I just know that I died two and a half years ago, and I'm still here, and that's all I want to accomplish is to stay here all at 216. Okay. Maybe. Let me, maybe. Let me, let me, let me, all right. The angels come and get me, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's really, really good over there. Then I'm not coming back. Hmm. I hear you. But the, look, the reason why I brought it up is because I was talking to Wonder the other day. I gave her, you know, a call. I ca- I probably call her kind of, you know, too much, but uh, the <laughs> the um, you know the the affirmation that we were doing on on New Year's was pretty powerful, and it it really had a huge effect on me. I don't know if you guys know or not. I don't know if Wonder told you or not, but my brother, my older brother, contacted uh, my young. Wait, what happened? was my son contacted me through um, YouTube. Wow. And I haven't talked to my son in years, right? So he, and, he, and he contacted me through YouTube. Then, right, and you know, my, my affirmation was that I had gotten to a family reunion. In 2016, I affirmed 
on that meditative structure that we basically already accomplished this goal of family reunion in my life in 2016. And I generated this feeling of happiness on the phone call with you guys that day, remember? Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and you know what was cool was that my brothers contacted me, my, son, my brother contacted me, and my, my son contacted me. My older brother, guess how I found out about him? It was through a chat room. We were in the Pete Santilli chat room together and didn't know it. I, and then I saw his name come up, and I was like, OMG, dude. I, was, I said, what's up, Seth? And he's like, I said, this is your brother, Jerry. You know, and he's like, WTF, prove it. And then he starts asking me all these qualifiers, you know, and then finally he couldn't deny it anymore, and then he just, I sent him my email, and he, we, we were back in touch. But just a clean manifestation, really, really quick, you know what I'm saying, really fast, it's possible. Things that you want to have happen can happen. You just have to really feel that energy. Feel like it's already happened. Mm-hmm. Start to generate those feelings, man. I mean, I just wanted to share that with everyone to let you guys all know that you can definitely start to experience um, the closure of the gap between where you want to be and where you are right now if you generate those feelings. And by doing wondrous exercise, which I'm eternally grateful for, um, I I managed to accomplish that in a in a slight way, you know. That is awesome. And that and you know what? So uh, I think I missed it. What, no, that was the one where. Uh, oh, I think you did. We did yeah, uh, was, January first of twenty seventeen. We'd done it one time before, but uh, to give you a follow up, my desperation is I've got to get this done. Everybody needs it. We've got, you know, and I've got that going in me to make certain I get this mag grab done because of the fact I said I was going to get it done. And I am facing so much fear of my not being able to do it, uh, this thing or that thing, my inabilities, I'm not good at it. All of this comes up and it's going just put it out there that you need help. And, that's and, you, know, and you know what, Wonder? The simple what? solution The simple solution to that? Chill. Do it anyway. What? Chill. What? Chill. Thank you. Chill. <laughs> I didn't just, even think of that, girlfriend. You're so right. Chill. <laughs> chill out, girl. Because, because it's, it, you know... Actually, when you chill out, you know, so to speak, calm down, get your wits about you, you'll do a much better job at what you're trying to accomplish because you're not as frazzled. Well, that's what actually uh, part of this whole, and and I'm going to tell you, this whole thing with the Magrav is very, very ceremonial because you have to be in a better frame of mind. I have been hitting walls with this uh, battery drill I had, and it was very frustrating until I said, fuck it. And I went out and I got the power drill. And, oh, now I can do this. Oh, this is so much better. Oh, I'm doing, oh, this is a lot better. Thank you so much. And it's totally a different change because, if you don't have the right tools, you never get the right results. You should have said something. There's 
boxes that you can get that you can put stuff in for $20 and send it if it weighs 70 pounds or less. Bruce has at least five or six drills around here. I'm sure he wouldn't have missed one. I would have sent you one. <laughs> Bruce goes, have you seen my drills, Daddy? No. <laughs> well, they're all missing in action right now because the house is so full of boxes. So that's one of my 2016 goal is to get my house cleaned out. And I'm doing pretty good, but now I'm missing a slipper. We'll find it. No. <laughs> I think it was when I tried to turn on the TV. I got so mad the other night because I have cable, but I never watch it. So I decided to watch it in Bruce's room, and I don't know how to work the cable. So I go out and I turn on my cable TV, and I can't get it to work either because I wanted to watch the X Files. <laughs> so, so I didn't get to watch the X Files, but I, I got heard those came back on. I got to watch a little clip of it to see what they're doing, and I know what they're doing. The X-Files is soft disclosure, part of the soft disclosure. Our government is so scared to tell us, you guys. They are so scared. Yeah, Gary Dude, had a huge he watched it the other day, and he said that it was unbelievable, the amount of information it was disclosing. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was tremendous. unbelievable. Yeah. So I want to I wanna see it. <laughs> It's science fashion. You know, it's really interesting how we had the internet develop right around the 50s and 60s, right? For you know, and that was around the same time as the Roswell crash, you know. And and I just think it's kind of coincidental. It's there is conspiracy. Why? computers went from being great big monstrous machines to littler and littler because of the technology we got. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. And so all the fiber that they use, those fiber optics weren't to make lights out of. It's communication. It is communication. So. Think what one could do on the top of your head. Little fiber optics thing bouncing around. <laughs> <laughs> I see Patty. Oh my off. goodness, little, that is this huge! Little, this little headband with fiber optics on it, Patty's out there jumping, well, jumping up bamboo. What, what is your hair? <laughs> you just made me think of if your is your hair kind yeah. of some sort of bio bio biomechanical kind of like a fiber optic thing, you know? Yeah, it's hard telling. You never know. The Indians could not hunt or could not do their job once they cut their hair, so that tells you something. Hmm. When Samson cut, or when Delilah cut Samson's hair, he couldn't do a thing either. He couldn't do anything either. He couldn't lift anything. Interesting. Interesting. But when Bruce cut his hair, he got a job. Go figure. <laughs> there you go. It works for Bruce. You should have seen that hair, you guys. Oh, my God. I wish he could have done it six months earlier. Because that's all his dad wanted before he died was to see Bruce with short hair one time. <laughs> but anyway. Yeah. yeah. It, it's interesting the parallels you're all bringing out and the metamorphosis we've gone through on each level of it. Very interesting. And now yeah. there's some movies out, you guys, that take you back to your time the beginning of time and and I'm back like a hundred thousand years ago and seeing all these lies they've been telling us. 
I got to figure out what that is, and I'll send you the link. It is just, they're just movies and stuff coming out, you know, and wow. The time has come, said the spider to the fly. We're the spider. Ouch, 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 ouch. And there the fly. The spider said to the fly, you bit me. You bit me. That's the other one. <laughs> you bit me. There you go. I'm going to be sending you, uh, be sending you, sending you something, uh, Wonder. I was supposed to have sent this out a couple of weeks ago, but I just haven't done it. But, uh, I don't know. Yeah. Huh? What? It's never late. It's right on time. Well, I've just been caught up in a bunch of stuff, just and then not feeling very well. But anyway, um, yeah. I don't know if you've ever heard of Essiac Tea. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, one of the gals, uh, and you, I don't know, have you heard of Kathy Miller? Am I what? Have you heard of Kathy Miller? She lives in California. Anyway, she comes on our call on Sunday night. Anyway, she does a lot of research stuff, and she actually tried this Essiac tea. And, oh, Essiac uh, tea. Oh, now uh, I know what you're saying, yes. Uh, well, it's Essiac, E-S-S-I-A-C. Yeah. And it's spelled that way because the lady who discovered it, her name is Kathy. D a i s s e. Yes, yeah, yeah, I've heard the story. Um, the she actually, Kathy actually did this tea. Uh, she did it for a couple weeks, and I haven't. Uh, as far as I mean, the last I heard, everything was just really great, but. Um, she had probably been on it for about a week, maybe, and she suddenly started getting nosebleeds, and um, then had some like blood clots come out and everything, and we're going, whoa, that you know, and we we started looking at it, and she was looking at um, all of the possible things that could show that it's working. Because it, it, it's a detox is what it is. Right, right. And she used to get a lot of nosebleeds all the time and and whatnot. So I we were we came to the conclusion that one of whatever your weakest link is in yeah. your physical systems is where it's going to show itself. You know that's how mm-hmm. where you're going to show the detoxing happen. Like mine, it'll probably be on my skin. Um, mm-hmm. Hers was manifested out through her nose. She had, what, maybe four or five nosebleeds or something. Um, and then right at the very end, right before she was just about done with it, she had one huge nosebleed that produced like, I don't know, I can't even remember how long she said this blood clot was, but it was like inches long. And, wow. then it stopped. and then it stopped. And she said she's she never had so much energy. <laughs> she's like, it's been unbelievable. Um, oh. The difference that she's felt. And I've got a 
I was not able to get on our call this Sunday, so I didn't hear what the you know what the follow up was with her. But I'm going to be putting this out. There's um, a uh, there will be a PDF book on it. Um, there's a couple of other things, a couple of links. But anyway, I just thought I'd bring that up so when you get it, you can put it in your thing and send it out. Uh, I'll try to do that. When do you usually send out your... Is it on Friday? The day of our call? From today today to next Thursday. (laughs) Okay. Well, sometime this weekend, I will get it sent to you. Uh, So you'll be watching for it, but... I'm I'm looking forward to seeing the or to trying this. Now there is one. Okay, one of the links. Sorry, I can't talk very well. My nose. Um, one of the links uh, on it are the um, the warnings. Okay, because there are certain people that probably shouldn't take it. People on blood thinners, maybe or something. Yeah. Well. I mean, depending on what your health situation is, uh, you know, if you're nursing or pregnant, you probably shouldn't be doing it. Um, I don't think any of us are in, in jeopardy there, but um, I don't know. Maybe Donald's going to start getting pregnant. pregnant. I don't oh, know. Okay, go <laughs> we'll just Google it this weekend and figure it out. Well, I said, unless you're in jeopardy of being pregnant. <laughs> you totally broke up right there. I couldn't even understand you. Okay, I'm. I don't know. I'm just. I, it was a joke. I mean, there was one. That he, <laughs> I missed it. Sorry. I, I I just said that. You know, the the warning page is going to be telling people, look, you know, you need to be careful with doing this tea because there are probably people that should be taking it, like someone who is pregnant or nursing. And I just said, well, I don't think there's any of us on this call that are in danger of that, except for maybe Donaldson. (laughs) 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 That's all I want to And then there's a PDF. I was thinking you were going to try to get me to help you write it. Oh no! Well, so, um, the, do you know what the history of the SCAC is? Well, the the thing with the SCAC tea, though, also if you are if you do get it, make sure it's the one that's from Canada, because that's that's her actual tea. There's just like anything else, you know. People decide they're going to try and bootleggers. Yeah, so. The, the real SEAC tea is from Canada. Well, I got it from a group in Florida. And that supposedly been the one for, that the nurse, but she was from Canada. And she got well, it from the Indians. Right. That doesn't mean you can't get it from different places. I'm just saying, when you buy it at the store, whether it's in Florida and Mexico and you know, wherever, make sure the tea you're buying is from Canada. Gotcha. Okay, that's a nuance. Okay, that's cool. And um, So it isn't GMO yeah. or bootlegged or whatever, yeah. Right. 
Well, the SAIT, and why she spelled it backwards, is she give, gives all the credit to the Indians. It was an herb that they used. They never had cancer. And, and some uh, of those herbs grow up here in the Pacific Northwest. I'm real close to Canada. So right. and, it tells uh, you how to go out and harvest the herbs yourself, you know, if you know what you're doing. And, uh, if you know what you're doing. Yeah, that's the important thing. And we're learning, so it's cool. But she had... Uh, she had been healing people, loads of people with that SCX key. And then the uh, inevitable um, pharmaceutical came after her. And she, she was an older woman by now, and uh, she had saved a lot of people's lives. And it was um, the, that's why it kind of went underground and you don't hear of it or get it on the shelves or anything like that because it is a uh, it is a very good uh, healing tea. So uh, I sent it to my ex-husband while he was dying of cancer. I think I told you that story. And uh, they wouldn't accept it from a stranger, and they we think we know who it is, and we won't accept anything from her. <laughs> he said, well, he's dead, so what can I say? You get what you put out. Yeah. Yeah. Like oh, thank God I'm coming out of victimhood. I was so tired of being a victim. Oh, good. Victim is hard to hold on to, isn't it? It is. It's exhausting. <laughs> Absolutely exhausting. I mean, it takes so much energy. It's like this is good. about about people lying and stuff like that. They, can, they cannot keep their stories straight. Did I say that at that time, or did I say it this way at this time? Yeah, who knows? It's all about what what is it that you're really trying to hold on to here. So it's a uh, it's an interesting foible to lie. Well, just, it was really cool to see that um, people were talking about letting go of this mentality of being a victim. I really am impressed with you guys. Keep that going because um, that's exactly this, the energy that has been feeding me with the strength necessary to do what I'm doing in my life. Excellent. Excellent. Because it is about you stepping out of your old pattern. Good for you. Well, good for you guys, too, for being on that point and spreading the word. I mean, I'm only here to concur with you and to let you know that, you know, yeah, there's parts of the tree that are yellow and parts of the tree that are green, you know? There you go. And you're... And you're I guess... What I mean by that is that, you know, we just have to recognize that just because, you know, not all the leaves on the tree are not green doesn't necessarily mean uh, that those yellow leaves are in some way of, of victim. Yeah. Cool. But the, you know, but the, but the tree knows how to let, let go. Right. Yeah. That's, 
That is totally cool. But there's also this, like, embracing, you know, of the... Um, well, let me ask you this real quick. About food and about, like, the dieting and eating, right? It With technology coming in to play and with its healing applications... How, I mean, how really important is it going to be to wash what we eat when when we're going to be able to basically purify our bodies in an instant, you know? Well, what I'm learning from this plasma thing is you will have, he is preparing, uh, Cash is preparing people for space travel. And in space travel, you know you're not going to have a grocery store inside that spaceship just because of space. And he's saying that with, and I, I have no proof on it, it's, uh, he's saying it, but he knows, he's done it, I guess, himself. But what it is he's talking about is that you're going to manifest the kind of food you want. And you will, it, like each tier of the Magrav machine is set up so that it has a different energy level that you yourself will assign. Not not Mr. Cash, not someone else. You will be able to say, you know, I think I want a banana right now. And you will get what tastes like a banana, whether it's a physical thing or not. But you're going to be able to have a different type of of energy fields feeding you to have you have a better, wholesome life than the crap we're getting in the grocery store. To concur with what you're saying, though, I feel like that's already happening for a lot of people. You know, Um, as far as like last, I've been been wanting to just on a, it seems simple enough, right, guys? But just look at the manifestations that I've told you about from my own personal experience and then um, or private experience, you know, and you've got these, um, like last night I was walking and I was thinking about getting some earplugs just the day before that so I could sleep a little and just have a pair of earplugs. And I was near my place and I found a straight, pl- uh, you know, no, I, where I forget where I was, but I found basically a, a pair of earplugs when I was thinking about it. You know, and that's the kind of thing that happens all the time. You're thinking about something, and then boom, you see it, you notice it, you just, you know, and it's like, I don't understand how it's really working, but I feel like there is one real, like it, it could possibly be that we're taking ourselves into this, these different dimensions where we we have we can see all the opportunities. See, right now we're not. It's not like we're going to manifest something from nothing. Everything we need is all around us, right? And that, that what we're doing is we're, we're just moving our consciousness into the field in which that is actually what we want is happening. Excellent. Those little manifestations are the most, most important ones to notice. You know, when I manifested 160 pounds of dog food for the birds, I was impressed. I really was. I went to bed crying to God that I couldn't buy bird seed. I needed bird seed so bad. And the next morning, there were two 80-pound bags of dog food out by the dumpster. And I thought, 
Oh, there's people in this trailer park that don't like me. Maybe it's poison. I better not feed it to my dogs. I'll try it on the birds first. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, my dogs wouldn't have eaten it anyway because it was for a big dog. But that dog food lasted the birds all winter long. It was amazing. And see, it is the simplicity of it. Always go to the simplicity of it. Because and it wasn't it, for me. It was for God's creatures. You know, I think yeah. that's why it was granted that way. And yet I didn't really quite see it all. You know, and I'm, I'm still, it still awes me. And your your my your earbuds just awed me. That is just you know right. stuff like that will be happening over and over. Um, my neighbor came over and told me that his friend just gave birth to a premature baby. That's perfectly okay. It's a little girl, and the woman is fifty eight years old that had the baby. Oh my lord, she had the baby. Good for her. Good <sighs> for her. Wow. So. This- Wonder Ann, everybody, all you women on this phone call, careful. <laughs> if you <Yeah>. have sex. <laughs> rent a womb, rent a womb. <laughs> well, maybe we are in danger. <laughs> <laughs> now, my neighbor across the street. I don't know, I guess you got to have somebody to help you with that, though, don't you? Yeah, right. It's a partnership. It's a partnership agreement. Opal, across the street, is going to have to have a hysterectomy because of the, um, oh, they took her children and still left their birth or whatever, whatever. And so finally we were sitting here yesterday and I said, well, you know, they say I don't have a uterus, but I know there's one in there. I could donate it to you. And she looked at me and she says, I don't want any more babies. And I said, and you don't want hepatitis C. And she says, oh, yeah, that too. (laughs) And we were just laughing about it, you know. But it's a pretty serious situation. Uh, And she didn't know what was wrong with her. And her uterus was falling out, you know. And and, and it's because of the way they cut her. And, oh, God. So, you know. Yeah. And I don't want any children. I would, oh, well, I, I don't know. <laughs> These dogs are enough. But. They'd have to put you in another kennel, right? <laughs> I wouldn't mind having children if I could give them up after they start talking. The first time they say F-U-C-K, I could give them up. <laughs> I don't know. I was raised very prime and proper, and I think I would have been a... I think God did me a favor by not letting me raise children because I'd probably be in prison for killing them or something. I don't know. Well, well, well this is cool. Go ahead, Wonder. Go ahead. I'll come in after you. No, no, no. Go ahead. It's, it's like a change of topic, so go ahead. Well, I was just going to mention the abundance factor. And, you know, what what I like to think of is that sometimes I notice, here's just something from, my, again, my own experience, that, and this is valuable, I feel. You are thinking about abundance and you, how you are part of this thing called life. Life is abundant. It's like a math problem. You just can't get away from it, you know. You can't get away from, from 3 plus 3 equals 6. Um, 
And so this once you say like I am abundance, for me when I when I say the word abundance, I get a feeling of bliss inside of me. All I have to do is say the word because I have a, a this like like awareness place, right? We all have this awareness place in us. Recognizing our own abundance actually creates manifestations of whatever it is we're thinking about, you know. And if if you try this, right, and and create this feeling of bliss, of abundance in yourself, just you know, identifying how everything outside of you is you, and just look at your vastness, and then start thinking about what you want to have happen. You will be amazed at the the quality and the, the speed of the manifestations. That's true. Because it's all about the simplicity. Keeping it simple, sweetheart. Yeah, I used to be a controlling everything. Is this the one? Is that the one? And because I was always trying to have a relationship. And, oh, is that the one? It's, it, and I, I, I drove myself crazy. And what it, all it did was drive anybody away. Me as well as the other person. So it behooves us to um, chill, be light, and loving, and chill out, Orpha. <laughs> <laughs> you got it, girlfriend. How do you do that? How do you do that, Orpha? <laughs> I'm putting it on your got two little well, kids running around. I don't know. <laughs> and do you and do you hear me pulling my hair out? No. No, you block it. You block your phone when you're screaming at them. We know. That's true. <laughs> That's true. When I'm yelling at you, don't hear it. Unless I'm actually unmuted. Once in a while, you forget to block and we can hear something. But <laughs> You know, I. It it takes practice. It takes work. I mean, you have to literally take a hold of your nerve endings and, you know, figure out where you're going to put them. And sometimes it's back where they belong. And not all frazzled, sticking out of your skin somewhere. Um, you just, I, I, and I think it goes a lot to the saying that we've heard, you know, pick your battles. Choose what you choose to get excited about. And let the rest go. You know, don't don't let everything just be, you know, mm-hmm. red alert, red alert uh, you know, Tyler, Interesting. Wait, in other words, to determine what it what its meaning is. Look at it. Don't just be so quick to determine to judge, right? Well well that, but you know, what what it's more what the meaning is to you. It doesn't matter what it means to anybody else. If you're gonna have to decide whether you're gonna face it head on or let it be one of the things that you can let go you have to know what it means to you. So figure that out and say, is this something that I need to really, really get so excited about and, you know, scream it from the rooftops? Or is this something that I care but not that much? It's funny because what I was talking to Richard, the uh, common law uh, committee, advisory committee guy, he mentioned to me, pick something great and then go for it, you know, and that, that stuck with me from, you know, we talked and I was like, that really, I found myself thinking about what he said 
that thing. And I'm like, that's it's interesting. Have I that act? Yeah, that actually you know? fits right in there. I mean, you 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 pick what you want to be, you know, passionate about, and let those things get your blood boiling, you know, and and let everything else go and say, you know, I don't need to worry about that. It'll take care of itself, or it's just not something I'm going to get excited about because this is where I choose to focus. And when you can do that and not let anything else, you know, stand in your way or get, you know, the the water's all muddied, you can start thinking clearer and you can literally calm yourself down because now you know what is important to you and this other stuff, that doesn't matter. Water off a duck's back, you know, and you don't have to... You know, it's 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 like, you know, you wonder, you know, yeah, getting that stuff, you know, you're getting really excited about needing to get it done for us. Well, yeah, get it done, but don't wear yourself out to the point where you're you're going crazy. You know, we don't want you crazy. We just want your stuff. Thanks for the reminder. And that's wise. And that's exactly wise. Because, uh, uh, Patty, let me just say this one thing. If I'm putting anxiety into it, you're going to get it. Right. And so I do have to, I have to, and that's why I'm calling for help so that I have, I can balance it off uh, so I'm not in panic. See, because in my classes, I have to do a power, uh, uh, power supply. So I'm having an electrician, electrical project and a plasma project at the same time and not to have this the tools. When you don't have the tools, you're put into effect. And now I have the tools, so now I'm not caused. And that's the and, difference. Yeah, and, and not having the tools for something, when that frazzles your nerves, that might be a good thing. You know, look at things that way too. It's going to put you into action to go get the correct tools. You know, that's exactly what um, I did. Yeah, exactly uh, what I did. Yeah, so you know, getting frazzled doesn't necessarily mean it's a bad thing, but you but you have to sit down and determine that. Now, am I getting all upset and bent out of shape about this? Because, okay, I need to really, you know either pee or get off the pot with it, or can I let it go? Is this something that doesn't mean mean enough to me to worry about, at least not at this point? Is it something that I should just put on the back burner? I can deal with it later. You know, you have to, you have to choose your battles when you're fighting them. And maybe we shouldn't be looking at it as fighting them either. You know, they're, they're something we're, we're going to work with, you know? Yeah. I'm not going to fight anything. I'm just going to be out there and work whatever I have to have to do. I'm going to take care of me. Yeah. Come in. You know, what's, what's funny, what you just said about fighting, you know, I'm not going to fight. I was thinking, I look into myself, you know, and find out where I'm fighting with myself about a particular issue or subject in order to find out where and why the circumstances around me are argumentative or, or you know, conflicting. See, so mm-hmm. I feel like everything manifests from in to out, and so because 
of that technology staying with that concept, I, I then look inside of myself, right, and go, where am I arguing with myself in here? I can, if I can solve that, I can fix all the arguments outside. Mm-hmm. Boom. Guys, Solving problems. so great. You are so nice. great. Um, I gave that advice to someone else. Patty, you go ahead, honey. I forgot to get oh, that. Oh, I did too, ahead. and I've, it's cost me a friendship. But anyway, oh. <laughs> it's oh, not no, funny. No, no. It's not <laughs> funny. I'm still, I'm, I'm still hurt, but it's okay. I'll get over it. And maybe okay. she'll understand. And I don't want to talk about that. But what I was going to say, I am such uh, um, I picture things. And I am such a a concerned person. And I'm hearing Orpha talk. And she's all plugged up. And I'm having <laughs> pictures of Orpha with this elephant nose. And it's, I'm sorry. It's funny, but it's not funny. And then she said something about talking with her nose. (laughs) I'm sorry, but I'm I'm talking with my nose, and that's what started my picture. (laughs) Well, I'll tell you what, my just trying to blow my nose. It was like I was. It felt like I was trying to blow out my forehead. And talk about pain. I'm going. She said. You sound like Eeyore, kind of. Uh, do I sound like Eeyore? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure what I sound like inside my head, but I know I can't talk very well. But um, yeah, it's no, I I look at it as funny, Patty. I mean, this is why I do too, I, and I, I went through it too. Go. I know what was so I, funny. <laughs> oh, go ahead. Well, I, I was just going to say what you were when you said, "Oh, it's not funny." Yes, it is funny. Well, what that's was funny for me? Is I went through that, God, I don't know how long, a month, two months, I don't know how long it was. But I kept blowing my nose and this thing kept filling up with stuff. That was me blowing my nose. But there was nothing but water coming out, you know. So I'm going, well, this can't be an infection. What the heck is going on, you know. And I was just getting more and more wrapped up into it. And then it struck me. It was the devil coming out of me, <laughs> you know, because once once it cleared and once I jumped out of my victimhood and once I jumped over to the other side and looked at it, it was funny. Then it was funny. I saw, well, it wasn't yellow, it wasn't green, it was just clear. And I'm all of a sudden drinking a heck of a lot more water. I am cleaning out my own body naturally. And it's just coming out through my nose. Great. Well, and it, it may tie in with what this other, uh, your gal from California offer was saying that she had the bloody nose. Our body does discharge in the easiest way possible. As you said, the the path of least resistance is how it will get out. And uh, your nose, Patty, may be the uh, the office that needs to be most a thing. We don't know what happened to us. Sometimes some of us have drowned and we're full of water. Paul, when I did Paul on the reconnection thing, he saw the drowning that almost took his life as a little kid. Wow. And that water that was in his body finally came out. 
So it, it, we do have these structures that stop us from being able to either uh, breathe better or talk better. It's it's a a conglomerate of things. So and you will clean out the best way your body can handle it. So it's it's good. Everything's good. We're learning. It's about I think the best way to learn wonder is uh-huh. for to try and 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 fail sometimes, you know? Um because just knowing that I'm I'm just pure energy with this life, you know. I don't, you know, it's like almost like I can't fail. You can't really fail, you know. And then the, the other thing is when I was born, my purpose was served. People, I think the getting caught up in our whole that we haven't fulfilled our purpose yet, that concept, is kind of troublesome too, you know. It's like, wait a minute, why do I have to live my life trying to fulfill a purpose, you know. My purpose. What what do you mean? So this is another fracture that, that we are healing as a I said that perfectly and thanks to you guys I'm able to do that. Thank you guys. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Well you know what you just said was bringing out another point of manipulation. And I was quite surprised by it. I had read uh either a a, a book I was looking at or uh, something on the internet that said that having a purposeful life, remember there was a whole series of it, how many people don't have a purposeful life, et cetera, uh-huh. was actually a manipulation so that if you didn't have one, you were going to feel guilty you didn't have one, you know, that kind of uh, rhetoric. However, for some people, it really did give them a purpose because they never had one. When I was in when I was in Scientology, we had a thing that we were supposed to do, and it was about having a goal. I'd never set a goal in my life, ever, and I just did what I was told to do. Oh, I got to go to school. I went to school. Oh, I got to get married. I got married. Oh, I have to have children. I had children. So it was important that when I set a goal, it was my goal, not somebody else's. Interesting. Hey, I love what you just said. That was beautiful. Mm-hmm. So it, 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 we don't have to be panicked over anything. And I'm glad you guys, I'm glad I bring stuff up so you can help me on the other side of it because I haven't. I only know a little bit. Each of us know a little bit, but together we know a lot. Oh, I'm watching you slide down the snow again on your butt. (laughs) 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 It was, girlfriend. It was. That poor poor man for the park district. I was coming back from the park. Monday, the buses didn't work for those that came on late. And uh, I had I had to walk home again, but I went down this one side, and I got on to the slope, and it was a sheet of ice. 
And so, as I said, my, my right leg, my left leg was going east, my right knee was going west, and so I put my center of gravity down on the, on the slope and slid down the hill. <laughs> it was the only way I could get down the hill. So, and the poor man, he said, did you fall? Did you fall? And I said, no, I had to sit down because I couldn't stand up. <laughs> and he helped her. He helped you. You had to grab something, and he helped you get out. <laughs> yeah, there was one of those cables that holds a pole up. I don't even know if, what, it, what it was for. But I was able to get over there and get in a crouch position so he could reach over the next little patch of ice and help me up, and he walked me down the hill. And, uh, I mean, you're not real steady on your feet when you're on ice. And I didn't have cleats. I didn't have my cleats. I couldn't figure out where I packed them. So, oh, well, but it's good. It's good. Everything's good. Well, you know what? Well, we are, There's no excuse. Go ahead. What? I, I, I think you were going to just mention the time that we were at right now. But I was going to just go ahead and tell you that they have the prosecution, right, for this whole um, Bundy thing. They really don't have an excuse now that I've posted these videos about the, with the case law. Even though they may try to continue pressing the charges, Anyone in the know will be checking all types of different sources for information and even social media, you know? So, like, <laughs> I mean, the fact that they will, they will look past that, you know, would be, would be a sign of corruption right there, you know? But um, the common law grand jury is a real possibility to actually pull this system back into, um, you know, an, an order that will be constructive and... And the way, why I say that is because if if everyone in every state had a group that had the same ideology regarding the common law grand jury and had the administration capacity to actually pull it off, you know, and administer the, this, then ha- it would be very, very difficult for a, a corporate structure to come up against that. Very difficult. Well, and, and what he's talking about is that the common law grand jury uh, that we belong with the National Liberty Alliance is uh, does a habeas corpus for all those that are in jail and will force the courts to be paying attention to what's going on. And uh, Donaldson's research is phenomenal, what he was talking about, because so much of this... Um, hocus pocus that goes on is the fact of our being ignorant of really what the law is about and how many people really have a our education was poor on any of these social um of the constitution and what it is but a lot of those people that were up at um in um and Burn City did have more information about the um, what is going on with the Constitution. So that was good. Some people started really spouting off what the uh, Constitution was and what some of the amendments were, and that was good. This is what we're here. 
to get people to know that hey, there's a guys lot of can go ahead, exactly expect a lot more to come from me, and and just pray, put out good energy because I'm I'm telling you now, I'm meeting Richard Walbaum for me was was pretty huge, um, and uh, he put his treaties is pretty awesome. I've been learning. Well, have a good day, you guys. Uh, I've been learning about it, and and because of his like nudging me basically, right? I I went to the law library and pulled up all this stuff, you know, and I'm now now that much more in, educated about it, especially when it comes to the the municipal corporations and their authority to use their policies. It's all coming together, you know. You guys just be on the lookout. It's going to be some really good things to come. Excellent. May I ask it's a question, you guys? You know yeah, what? Do you know what MUFON is? Who? It sounds like a nice, uh, is it like a latte? No, it's a, the, they investigate sightings and all this stuff. Oh, sorry. MUFON. Um, I can't remember what it stands for. I think Colin and Patricia Ann and Link, or Wonder Ann and Link, that the head, Honcho, there, his name is... Clifford Clift, C-L-I-F-T. I poked it up. I found this about a year ago, but I poked it up, and it's got his picture, and he looks just like my grandfather. Oh, my it's God. blowing my mind. And he's saying all this UFO stuff is real. And, yeah, I sent you a link. I put it in Gmail. Uh, whoa. <laughs> Oh, okay. If you put it in Gmail, I should get that. Yeah, I. Uh, yeah, your biological grandfather would not have a last name of Cliff. What? Right? Yes, yes. On my father's wow. side. Oh, and he looks like this man. And now that I look, I I kind of look like this man too. But the Cliff side of the family was really heavy set, and I'm a skinny Cliff, but I still have the face. <laughs> I thought your married name was Clift. No. <clears throat> I'm not married. Oh, okay. I just see what we, when we assume. I got married once for 15 months when I was uh, 22. And the guy tried to kill me. And I got married once when I was 30 on my birthday. I was late for the wedding, but I still got married. And he tried to kill me, too. And that was when I was 30, and I'm 64 now, and I'm never getting married again. Bruce and I, but if I got married to Bruce, I would be a real Christian, because his last name is Christ. Christ. <laughs> so My my sister's married name is Christ. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Her Some of them are really bad criminals. Chris. <laughs> really bad what? I found a Chris that wanted to give me money from Canada because his wife died of cancer. And then I found another Chris on the internet and he told me, yeah, some of our family were really bad people. And I thought, oh yeah, I found that one trying to give me money for cancer and trying to get money out of me. Oh, and now I realize why Bruce's brother is so evil. But everything's fine. You guys know that Remember that Bible phrase? Not to discount what you're saying. Um, turn the other cheek where Jesus yeah. is telling 
right? Mm-hmm. Someone mm-hmm. to if someone strikes him, turn the other cheek. I believe that that has significance in reducing karma effect. So things that are happening to you in your life, if allowed to be, right, would without any resistance, would actually produce more beneficial results. You see. Because when you admit, I mean, it's the same thing that Kesh was talking about, I believe, that we talked about it, that you put out that same energy. If someone gives you a gift of something and then you return that, you're not, you're not balancing it out. You're just putting that same energy out there, you know, again. What's interesting is the concept of turning the other cheek, I used to think was, I'll turn his cheek. If someone tries to turn my cheek, I'm going to turn their cheek. That's the other cheek. You see what I'm saying? So I will. Oh, okay. I never thought about that. Okay. Yeah. And so, 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 but in a way, it could be a a way to really release your karma is to allow the thing that's coming to you. You know, not. I don't mean necessarily that we should accept mediocrity, mediocrity in our um, affairs as a body politic. Not at all. Anyone want to feedback on that? Well, it's interesting what you're bringing out in turning another cheek because it's so been interpreted as being a take the beating some more mm-hmm. as what it's been the interpretation for most people. Yeah, turn the other cheek, be a, b- a bigger victim type. And you're given a whole different slant on it, which is quite interesting. Mm-hmm. Huh. And turn it's their cheek with kindness that. instead of violence. Yeah, that's, Correct. That's true too. And how do you, how do you and, slap and actually, them? You slap them on one sorry. side and then you slap them on the other side, which is turning their cheek. It's that's a visual, but it's interesting. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I didn't and, to, I'm but, to No, that's I I tried to interrupt you. I'm sorry. Um, I I also look at that, you know, when you turn another cheek, if someone slaps you, for instance, okay, or well, let, let's, let's put a nicer tone on this. Somebody, you know, offers you something, and you turn the other cheek and accept it. Um, first of all, that's the circle of energy. But, you know, it, but if, if it was the other way where it's something bad, somebody slaps you, and you decide, instead of slapping them back, you, you give them your other cheek for them to slap to show that you're not afraid of that. But I think I look at it as a way to also let go of it, too. There's a lot of noise in the background. <laughs> you know what? I'm just waiting for my opportunity to speak. That's me. I'm sorry. I'll mute up. That's okay. Um, but I'm just saying it could also go to, you know, a way to learn how to let go of stuff. You know, because most of the time if we get slapped, we're we're ready to, you know, get down and really do do a beating on somebody else. But if we if we take it and then offer the other cheek and say, okay, slap this one too, they're gonna look at you like you're nuts and probably walk away. Because you know, yeah. first of all, you you figured out how to let go of it, and two, now you've given them something to think about because they're you totally stunned them by giving them, you know, another opportunity to do it again. Yeah, but what the icing on the cake is that they are yeah. the larger part of us. All humanity is connected. 
and mm-hmm. all of life is connected. So if, if someone's striking you, that's like you striking you, and you have to really look and see, well, if I strike back, who am I striking at? See, there's this split. Right. So, so yeah, it goes to be able to let go of whatever it is that you're hanging on to. Yeah, that's the vacuum cleaner holes. Go play with it. I am. Um, yeah, the split, right? Yeah. Uh, I was confronted with that situation a couple months ago, remember? And um, I knew this lady was going to hit me. She was that mad. I knew she was. She wanted to so bad. So I got just about to where I could get in the door. And I turned around and I spit on her. And then I tried to get in the door. And she hit me in the back, but ever so gentle, you know. And, you know, within a couple of days, I went down to her house. We cooled it all down. We realized that we'd both been carrying this dislike for each other for seven years. And that we were very, very, very much alike. Except she's me when I was 30 years younger. And I was really crazy then. (laughs) You spit on her? Yes. That's horrible. I know. I don't know where it came from. I've never spit on anybody in my life. Okay. The guy that was staying at her house, when he was at the dumpster two years ago, and I told him he couldn't park in the, the lady's yard that I was taking care of, the lady, he spit on me. So it was like... And then, so I went down there and I said, I don't know what happened. I think Tim got into my body. Remember the time he spit on me? And she said, oh, yeah, I told Tim what happened between you and me. And he thought it was funnier than hell. I said, well, it kind of was, but I was scared. And she said, so was I. I was so mad I wanted to kill you. And I said, I didn't want to kill you. I just, I don't know. I just wanted to push your buttons. (laughs) So you see, even at 64, you can sometimes forget, you know, and and things. I'm a, that's called reaction. Never react. Always think it through. Patty did not think it through at all. She thought she thought through how to be a little bitch <laughs> to this other little bitch. Got so she could get in the house before she spit on her. <laughs> But and and it wasn't. I didn't spit in her face. I spit down on the ground in front of her shoes. Okay. Oh, that's good. But, but it was still. It's still acting happened. Yeah, really. <laughs> it was like something that took over my body, and I couldn't help it. But well, it's settled. It settled seven years of disagreements. Now we're friends. I won't go down there. You know, because she's still a, a reactor. But now that's over with, you know, and I can let go of it. Well, see, part of the thing, too, is reminds me of a video I sent you guys, and it's called Senior Moments Brain Fart. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. And you got to listen to it because what he, what he says in there is a lot about what you're going through. I know. I love that song. <laughs> yeah, it's so cool. Senior moments, brain fart. I mean, I don't And it thoroughly amazes me that a younger person would come screaming at me that way anyway. You know, don't they have any respect? 
backs, I guess. <laughs> and you know what it was about? Her little girl trying to get donations for a school project. And the other neighbor uh, said, no, nah, she's trying to get drug money for Julie. And I'm going, oh, why the hell did I ever get in the middle of any of this? There you go. You know, so. I keep... it, 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 I have to tell you a story about Ho'opono. I have a neighbor here. He's not my neighbor. He doesn't rent here. He's a grandson of the lady who rents here. Right. And uh, he's been using the property as his private um, car lot. And I'm objecting. There's too many cars here. We we can use one, maybe two, because the the seniors in the big house don't have a car. I don't have a car. And it looks better if we have at least a car on the lot to show it. So he's got four, had four of them out there. And so uh, I'm on the phone to my buddy, Pat, and we're, I'm walking the dogs, and he's moved another car onto another piece of the grass, and uh, he's changing his oil there, and it, I just saw red. And I started yelling at him. And, and he tells me, get off this property. I said, I won't. I rent here. You don't. And so it went and I, I, I was so upset. I went in and called the property manager, told her what I'd done, told her how furious I was, and I told her, get over here now, and you do something about it. You know how bossy I can be. I'm such a sweet, gentle woman. And so uh, the, uh, she did come over, and we talked, and I showed her things. And the thing is that the guy, when he repairs something, he leaves his garbage behind. I have a old radiator that he hasn't finished. He left his oil out here. He spilled the oil. Uh, my dogs walk through where this is, and one of the cars is right where my dogs walk. And the other two are on an apron in the back. And he's telling me to get off the property. I was so furious, and I said, it's the disrespect. He showed such terrible disrespect. He calls me an old lady. I am four months older or three months older than his grandmother. And so we're the same age. And I just feel I'm so disrespected here. And so she went in and talked to the grandmother. I said, there's there's Jan. Go in and talk to her now, I'm telling her. (laughs) And she did. She went in and talked to her. We're down to two cars, but I got to tell you what happened. I was so furious. For the rest of that evening, and usually when I get into bed, I do my ho-ho-ponos because things come up. And so I got ho-ho-pono. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. And I'm saying in this really angry tone. And, and then I said, I, I guess that wasn't very good. So I tried it again. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. I was still angry. And my heart was pounding and pounding and pounding. And I go, that's not good. So I, I had to calm myself down some more. And I did the ho-ho-pono. I didn't do it well. And, you know, it's not about well or, or great or perfect or anything. But I did do the ho-ho-pono. And we're down to two cars now. 
So, it, you know, it is about, number one, what upset me also was the fact that he was doing exactly what the government was doing. He was coming in and taking over this yard and all this property for his stuff. He did not pay rent here. His grandparents did. And he was abusing the property, and I paid rent, and I was... Well, he should have given you one of those cars. He stiffed me on my, on my borrowing the car one time, so I wouldn't take the car from him. Okay, I'm I, just I teasing you. With, I know. I don't deal with people that mm-hmm. are, do work that way. I just don't. And so, uh, but we're down to two cars today, this morning. Now, someone was just out here. Maybe he removed the other one. I don't know. But his grandmother finally said something, I think. His mother was supposed to have said something a week ago because I was up in the arms about that. And uh, he's the same guy who had the dog. And it's only a dog, what are you worried about, type attitude. But, you know, mm-hmm. I've talked to Wes. I've put up one of my fences to keep that dog safe. This fellow has done nothing to really make his dog safe, and, but he keeps him on a chain. And, but the, they now let him in the house so the dog's out of the element when it's really miserable out. So I'm, I'm feeling better about that. But that was because I did the ho-ho-pono. That ho-ho-pono. you got to get out of there. Well, I'm not yet. I'm not ready to. I have to finish school because That's, I'm like I know. 50 I know. minutes from school. That was beautiful. I actually missed the whole story. I I dropped my phone and hung up accidentally, but I heard the last part about the dog, and I'll call you later and ask you again. But um, yeah. Oh Pono is real. Thank you, Orpha. I mean Eeyore, Orpha. Yeah. <laughs> I, Orpha, I have. To it's say not. I it's not mine. I don't own it. <laughs> Um, I wanted to apologize real quick, even though you may not think I, I need to. Just for the, just last time I called, I think I spoke with you, and I uh, was analyzing, doing some over analysis there, a little bit of Donaldson's analysis, and I just wanted to apologize to you for that. Apology? What over analysis? I mean, I don't know what you're, I don't know what you were over analyzing, but you know. Well, basically, yeah, I, that's cool. That's good. But if you feel like you needed to apologize, then I will reciprocate and accept that. That that I think that's one of the things that a lot of us don't really take into consideration. That um the the giving and receiving. Mm-hmm aspect of energy. Um, I don't know if you've ever given somebody a gift and they just, and they say, "Oh, I can't take that. I can't I can't accept that." Mm-hmm. And you go and you feel like you just had your stomach punched, you know, like, "Wow, I really took a lot of time to, you know, get this gift for you out of the love of my heart." And you can't accept it. Why? Um, when we freely give something and the other 
end of that gift is freely received, then the transfer of energy is a completed circle. Mm-hmm. And and it and it goes with, you know, I I like I said, Donaldson, I don't know whether you felt you overanalyzed, but if you felt that you needed to apologize, who am I to stop that process for you? Mm-hmm. Good point. You know, I I need to freely accept it. Whether I whether I believe you needed to um, apologize or not, that's that's not for my benefit. That's that's you. That's you. That's for you. And so, me freely accept freely accepting your apology helps that energy go full circle. And and now you can apologize and forgive yourself. And the whole hope owner does that. Yeah. And so therefore, I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you, Orpha. <laughs> I love you. No, but the thing is, you're not saying <laughs> you don't say the whole pono to me. You're saying it to you. <laughs> well, so I know that. Be, thank you, Donaldson. <laughs> not thank you, Orpha. Because you're not, you do not say the ho'opono to the other, to whatever it is that you're angry about, or upset with, or really? whatever. No, the forgiveness goes to you because you created the situation somehow. So you have to forgive yourself for creating that situation that you feel now that you have to apologize for. I so hear you. I hear what you're saying. You, yeah. So you're. When you say, I'm sorry, you're saying that to yourself. Please forgive me. Yeah, forgive me. Me, forgive me. Thank you. You're thanking yourself for forgiving yourself. And then you tell yourself you love yourself. The whole owner is all to you, not to anything else. And when you do that to yourself and go inward with it, now everything else outside of you can benefit from that. And that is basically how you, um, what's the word I want to say, use? Um, dissolve? When, dissolve might be a good word. Um, the energy of anger, hate, whatever it is that you're feeling if, um, towards something when you're saying these things to yourself, now that stuff can dissipate and go away because all it takes is for you to forgive yourself because you're the one that created it. You don't... And we've never you don't, learned don't, to forgive ourselves. Yeah. You, 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 it, it goes to the old saying, you know, you can't be a friend if you're not a friend. Or you can't have a friend if you're not, if you can't be a friend. You can't love somebody, or you can't expect somebody else to love you if you can't love yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, that's where it comes from. Oh, you just said what this, I was you, thinking. You, yeah, you you do this <laughs> with yourself, and everything else will then fall into place. Um, and it's like the the number of times that. Wonder had to say ho'oponopono to her neighbor there 
you know, even she hopefully wasn't saying it to him. She was saying it to herself. And as she said it several times to herself, she then started believing that she was forgiving herself for this. And now the energy that was, that transpires from that is going out there and suddenly the cars are disappearing. <laughs> right. And and part of the thing was I had to get aware that I was still so angry. And yeah. that anger is not good no. for anything we do. It just, we hold on to it. And as uh, Veronica uh, said when I, I told him the same thing last night, she said that was so good you did it before you went to sleep so you weren't holding on to it. Mm-hmm. You know, when I was married, I never ever got my husband and I never apologized for any of our actions to each other if they were rude. And and, and I, we're, we're divorced. That is not okay. And it, I didn't learn that until later. And I don't know if I told you, I told this group, I think we did last Friday, the story about one of our gals that was listening and her husband and she newly was had a knockdown fight uh, over her not having dinner ready and how her mother came over and basically she called up her mother and said, you get over here and you get me out of here. I'm not staying here another minute. You know, that kind of hysteria. And uh, the, uh, the mother said, I'll be right over. And she came over and took both of their heads and hit them together and said, now, you two get along because that's what this is all about. It's about how to learn to get along with each other. And I said, boy, if more parents did that to their kids, we wouldn't have the divorce. <laughs> Bang their heads together? <laughs> well, figuratively. She just told me, she really just created a new hole for each of them so they couldn't crawl out. I, I I actually thought you said that she really did hit their heads together. I think that would be perfect. <laughs> oh, I do too. And, oh, no, and no, no. We're supposed to be giving up on the violence now, you guys. Come on. Come on. <laughs> They've been married over do, 40, doing a, what is it, almost 50 years now. So in those days, you yeah. come over and bang them. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I call those kinds of things love taps because... You're trying to get a, a, a point across with love. Um, you know, it's when you get down with the, the beatings, <laughs> then that's not yeah. good. But, and, and anger is, is, not, is, is not necessarily all bad either. I mean, we need to, when, when anger becomes very bad, is one, when it gets out of control, for one especially. But two when we hold it in and don't let it out. Can I interject? Yeah, just one second. Mm-hmm. When we hold anger in and don't express it at the time that it needs expressing, then all it does is just build up and, and fester. And then pretty pretty soon we've got a boil on our butt. Go ahead. What's cool for me is, that, I don't know, I, I just want to share my experiences, okay, just with you guys about that subject, mm-hmm. anger. And... Um, Knowing what you said right there is holding it in, right, and not knowing really how to deal with it. So when I made the connection, right, when one makes the connection, guys, that the thoughts create emotions, 
or the mm-hmm. thought will create a, an emotional response. Let's just say that, because it's not an actual emotion that gets created, because they're all latent right now inside of you. We give ourselves permission to feel. And so when we do, when we do feel the anger, the frustration comes from not knowing where that feeling is coming from, or even how to really maintain it, how to control. You know, we don't want the feeling, but sometimes we need to have a feeling of of anger, so we do actually want that. We need to see past this limited desire to a more expanded desire, we understand that we actually want to feel every emotion that we're feeling or we wouldn't be feeling it. You know? And so just a thorough examination of the thoughts will give you the the direction that you need to go into or one needs to go into if they want a more preferable experience. Yeah, and, and knowing, you know, how to, you know, not only how to do that, but that you need to do it, you know, is, excuse me, <laughs> that's the battle. Well, I'm sorry, I, I burped, <laughs> sorry. Oh, <laughs> just on your line. Came up, came up and, you um, but, but knowing that you need to, to express that. You know, we all Here's know we need thing. to express love and we need to mm-hmm. express these other emotions, but most people don't think that they have the right to express their anger. And mm-hmm. that is so not true. So not true. Yeah. You know, if you're mad, if you're upset with somebody, they need to know it. You need to tell them. But then get over it, you know. Let them know and be on, on your way. You know, it, it doesn't need to be something that's dragged out. And and carried over day after day after day after day and being mad at somebody. Usually, that's because you've kept it in and not expressed it. Well, that's interesting you bring it out because that's exactly why my husband is dead. Because he would not express his anger. He could <laughs> not express it. And uh, uh, he got... Say that's because you held it in too long and... <laughs> <laughs> he held it in. I I was explosive. And it's really interesting now that I just said that, that was actually how my mother and father were, in the sense I would go, and then I'm over it. And uh, my father wasn't that way, but my mother was very explosive, but she got violent. She became very mentally ill, and, and there was a lie on her. But uh, what... With myself, my husband never fought with anybody. He had an older sister, and they were always polite to each other and stuff like that. My brothers and I, we had fist fights, and we had all sorts of things. He never had to fight for anything. And that's a real loss sometimes because you really don't know how to handle something that's going on that you need to confront. You really need to deal with. I had a hell of a time with that one. Go ahead. You were going to say something. Uh... I was just going to say really quick here that, and you know, it kind of goes to standing up for yourself and not being the doormat and the, you know, the being the humble one and, you know, learning how to be a little selfish it all goes back to that. You know, we don't know how to stand up for ourselves. Okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Donaldson. 
I was just rushing. I wasn't even interfering, uh, interrupting um, this time, but thanks for the invite. Uh, you're so kind. Everyone on this call is really, really kind. I was mentioning to uh, the guy, the very famous, soon-to-be author, Walbaum, a technique that I had been practicing to change from negative thoughts to positive, and it is, I said, I shared it before, and in brief, what I've done and managed to uh, kind, of, kind of recognize, really, is that I had the ability to recondition my own um, thought processes, you know, um, by not using my own negative experiences to think about it, you see. Instead of having to change my own life circumstances into a positive thought, which I know now, to have, I know now how to do because of the last, uh, the, the New Year's call, right? But this other technique is where you use other people's conversations to, and then you reverse the scenario around in your imagination, and then you let it go and move on to the next conversation. You could do it in a chat room. You could be sitting in front of your computer in a chat room and listen to all the the comments, and every comment that's negative, you could flip it around in your head and, that, and, and think, oh, no, that's not what they, they said. They actually said this, and then you just forget about it. You know what I'm saying? It's really hard work, but it's worth it because when you have a, a situation in your own life come up and you've been doing this practice where you change someone else's experience into a positive one for you in your head, you can do this in a cafe. Also, people, conversations walking down the street. You get into the habit of that, and then instantly when you have your own issue, you, your reflex is to change your negative thought to positive. So now you're thinking more positively about your own life. But you didn't have to sit there and dwell for hours and hours on your own problems to, to get this uh, new approach. Excellent. Because of what you're saying is, is brilliant because that's what I had to learn. I had to learn to listen to myself and what I was saying to myself because uh, as a friend of mine years and years ago, he's deceased now, he said, if the police ever heard what I'm saying to me about me, they would arrest me. And that's the mental negativity you're talking about. And I had to really watch just what you're saying. Watch what I said to me about me. And it's not being egotistical. It's being observant of that voice in you of the negativity. Like I said during the summertime, I was talking myself into failing my math classes. I can't do this math. This math is too hard. I'm just not getting this math and on and on until I heard myself. And you got to hear yourself because you're the only one who can change it. And when I heard myself and what I was saying over and over, I go, oh, my God, that's all negative. i got to change that around. Oh, I'm getting this. This is so much easier. I'm finally catching on to what they're saying. Yes, this is much easier. Oh, oh! I don't understand that, but I'm going to still go forward with it. That's that's exactly what you're saying. Is that you are the one that changes your energy? Well, right. You don't. It's not a change, but it's it's right. It's it's basically moving. Right, changing, moving the energy to something that feels better because we're not. I mean, even though we are not necessarily the thoughts 
and we're not necessarily each individual sensation that but yet in our in our primary concentration we actually are those experiences you see but we think that we are the culmination of all of the experiences that's the ego that's the false self mm-hmm. so there, that's where that comes from you know it's like that um I think that's all that's going to come out right now. <laughs> it kind of just peters out, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, it's because it's it's a, psych, a cycle thing, right? Don't you think, Wonder? It's cyclical, right? It was guest six on the phone because I heard another male voice. I don't know. I can't tell you. I, I don't see my board anymore. Okay. It well, but the, 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 the point about, um, you know, accessing this thing about ang- you know the 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 anger right and the, all your mm-hmm. feelings and how valuable they are you know like your real currency you know i'm speaking to the choir really but is your energy you know and if you really think about how that's being manipulated and how it's prompting you to move in certain directions then you can put the pieces together and realize that really your energy is the value and 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 to to actually have a system, right? That's that's comprised of these of these um, this this part where your energy is is worth value. I mean, it's like a dead giveaway to this. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like putting it all right out there in our faces. It's, so it doesn't necessarily make this. I'm getting off on a tangent. A bad system, you know. So it can, you know, there's a lot, there's a lot of things that need improvement. I think that within our own, our own, the way we view ourselves, myself, you know, the way I view myself, um, and which is the same way I view other people. Anyways, if I can, if I can forgive myself, I can forgive other people. You know, that's so. And then, how do I forgive myself? How do I do that? Really, you know. Well, that's why we're doing the ho-ho-pono, because of the fact we've never been taught how to actually forgive ourselves. And that, that's a big help in doing that, and why we're finding so much of what we really are putting out there is advantageous for us to be really giving ourselves a better up, uplift. Oh, this is where I was going with that. That the um, ultimately, when you guys see how we're talking about betterment and uplift, right? That we create whatever we we're creative energy. We're tied to the the essence of life. We are a pure creative energy, man. And to to recognize that and then realize how that point is what creates the value behind the concept of thinking positively. When you can think positively uh, about your situation and, and really begin to accept and allow and then move, you can move forward then, you know. But the primer for that would be the, the former. Where, you know, you basically kind of accept your reality, you know, your experiences and to allow yourself to, you know, to, to, to recognize, okay, well, here's a feeling. I must be having it for some reason, for a value. There has value there. 
And so many, I, it, it, it's not frustrating. It, it creates compassion. I have compassion and heartbreak because, you know, when people start to realize the brain, the, the brain, you know, emotional body connection kind of thing, they're going to really start to want to create a better life. And I really, I'm praying that everyone just, I want to stay focused. We all need to stay focused on our, our, our short-term and our long-term goals. If we don't have a long-term goal, I'm starting to develop mine, you know. And so definitely good things on the rise. That's great. Oh, we're 105. Uh, I think my battery will start. It's doing remarkably well considering. But uh, I have someone that might be coming over about 115 <clears throat> to help me on my magrav. So I've got to be ready and have a little lunch before he gets here. So why don't we do our ho-ho-pono if everybody's up to it. And if we can have our super Hawaiian guru <laughs> Offer, could you lead us in the ho'opono again please I can't well I will but then when the super Hawaiian guru shows up you have to tell that I took over <laughs> well, yeah, you carry on until they show up okay <laughs> Hey, you know what, you guys? The word guru, you know what it means? G, you are you. You are you. That's hilarious. That, that's kind of clever, actually. Yeah. But anyway, okay. Yeah. Here we go. Popcorn. We didn't get any popcorn. They get popcorn and we don't. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Climb to the phone. Anyway, okay. Thank you. Thank you. I love you. I love you. I love you. Please forgive me. Please forgive me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I love you. I love you. Please forgive me. Please forgive me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Thank you. Thank you. I love you. I'm back. I love you. I love you. I love you. I love you. <laughs> Please forgive me. Please, Please forgive, me. forgive me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. How, how, how. Thank you, thank you, thank you. How, how, how. Is that Clintina on the line? Yes, ma'am. Sounds like oh, it. Oh, I yeah. thought I heard you. Good morning, sunshine. 
Hi. Oh, it's Hi. afternoon where you guys are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's afternoon over here. Yep. It was a great call. It was a great call. It was a great call. I just couldn't get in early on, uh, you know, because I was preparing and I was traveling. And so when I got here, you guys switched on me, and I just listened. I'm a listener anyway. <laughs> all the wisdom of it all. But I know that just by being here and listening, that it added to the uh, mastermind that you were all creating, you know? Ah. All creating, right? Yeah. And, that's, and you yeah. add to that, Quintina. Thank you. Yeah, that is a wonderful, wonderful call for me. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Where are you? Thank you. <clears throat> Thank you. It, it's all of us. Where'd you travel to, Quintina? I'm sorry, what'd you say? Where'd you go? Where are you at? Oh, <laughs> oh I volunteer every Friday at our community center. Um, oh. Yeah, so I'm here as a receptionist. <laughs> oh, wonderful. <laughs> as a greeter for our World Peace Organization. How there you go. Great. Great, great. Awesome. But um, I'm, my battery is dingling at me. Yeah, so I got to go. I'm sorry. This may be happening to other people. So let us put us our arms out and do our things and engulf everybody and the people where Clementina is working so that they get our energy and get that enthusiasm we have for life that it spreads across this country, that everyone is in the vibration, is in the energy, is in the creativeness that we've brought out through our discussions and this beautiful conversation that we create with each other every week. And let's give a big hug to everyone that's in that, that, that energy vortex, in that creativity, in that wanting to be better, more positive, more outgoing, and more standing up for what is right in their lives. One, two, Three. Wow. That was wow. And it sounded like we were exiting the matrix. The universe came in. It sounded like the universe was with us. I swear, that was powerful right there. And, uh, man, when I was visualizing hugging the whole world it was really part of the whole oponopono you guys mm-hmm. and hugging myself you see what i'm saying and it's the whole world that is me others as self you guys are such a beautiful um group of friends yes brothers right. sisters yeah. thank you we're witches <laughs> <laughs> oh snap. good witches which witch are you, witch? <laughs> I'm the witch of the north. You're the witch of the east. Okay. We're witching along. <laughs> okay, guys. I'm out. Goodbye. Awesome. Really appreciate it. Thank you, Christina. Hasta la tutelo. luego. Love you. Love you, too. Bye. Okay. Bye-bye.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.